0: Thanks for downloading this podcast.
1: It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission.
0: Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. The Michelin Le Mans Cup. On RS3. On RS3. Part of the Radio Show Limited Network
1: ably by pro-driver Duncan Tappy, will certainly be in the mix from the start of this race. Great pole position for them. And, uh, well, success might well be coming their way in terms of racing and championships, and uh, sitting next to me at the moment, a man who knows all about that. Uh, welcome to the Michelin Le Mans Cup for 2018 to 2016 ELMS LMP3 champion, and 2018 LMP1 driver, Alex Brundle. Good afternoon Alex. Good afternoon, good afternoon everybody. Um, very very interesting race
2: in prospect as we had an interesting qualifying session earlier on. Um, Gentlemen, drivers of course qualifying all of the cars and assuming that the pros are going to be very very close together I think the qualifying session that we had should give us a really good indication of runners and riders for this two-hour race.
1: Well, as they uh, form up, we'll we'll do this once more when we get the pictures. But just to give you a, 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 a rundown through the significant positions in qualifying, it will be London Racing the 25 Norma. The car you can see behind the Jaguar leading car. Uh, very Toyota-esque colour scheme in that car. Alongside on the front row, another British team. It is the Acura Cost Nielsen Racing car. Tony Wells qualified the Ligier and uh, the team doing very well indeed to get a Ligier cat amongst the, the Norma pigeons uh, Eric Debar in the CD Sports Norma and we'll keep an eye out for that car being on the grid because that had dramas it is there and dramas right at the end of the session Alex
2: absolutely um, out of the uh, the running early uh, late on late on in that qualifying session it's gonna be really interesting this race for us to sit to get a feel for the performance of these lmp3 cars race long and obviously coming into yesterday we were so convinced when we that the norma was going to be the standout performer no no rhymes intended <laughs> um, but it's actually that it's more way more of a fight than we thought it's going to be interesting though which team managed to hold on to their tires all the way through the the early stints and then into the middle of the race i saw Uh, pit stop loop timers on absolutely every car as we walked through the paddock earlier on yesterday and that is going to be a key factor as well with time so close around the monza circuit very very little to cut between the cars on the racetrack so absolutely everything becomes important and uh, a couple of three seconds left in the pits you'll really feel those at the end of the race
1: uh, walking along uh, by the two young ladies there to the left hand to the right hand side rather here Bonutet, is becoming one of the standouts new faces new talents from both the Michelin the Mans Cup and the LMS this year but uh, this could be a very interesting race indeed in terms of the form here last year the one normal we had in the uh, Michelin the Mon Cup was utterly dominant uh, nothing that the Ligiers felt they could do about the straight line speed the normal it doesn't seem like that anymore Uh, Meantime, in the GT-Class, well it's been a bit of a theme today, uh, of Porsche dominance, and we can see the EB Motors car down there, in the centre of the screen, and uh, that car, the number 88 car, um, absolutely bossed it in qualifying, uh, dealt with the threat from a gaggle of Ferraris, it's a, as I say, a small but perfectly formed sextet of GT3 cars, this is the EB Motors car, the championship winning team from last year, but also by the way set pole in the gt class with their new porsche 911 rsr in the european le mans series so a double pole for porsche a double pole for EB motors
2: yeah that car being shuffled into the lmp3 field into the middle of the lmp3 field where of course it qualified because actually the gt3 and lmp3 times we're considering potentially new amateur gentleman drivers are not really that far apart and it's going to be a really key factor in that GT3 battle, I'm just looking all the way through they qualify separately of course in their various qualifying sessions I'm looking through the order to the overall positionings of the GT3 cars Ebi Motors in 11th place overall and then all the way back in 15th the second place GT3 car of Kessel Racing the number 8 and, and I just I think that fighting through the LMP3 cars is gonna be basically the dominant factor in those guys race here today they've got to make ground presumably it'll shuffle itself out once we get going LMP3 cars are just a little bit quicker in the straight line not much but lap on lap I suspect that even those that didn't qualify ahead may end up finishing you know may end up moving down the road much faster an accumulative lap basis but it's going to be definitely going to be messy at the start down into that very very tight turn one for the gt boys
1: one question answered there the R L R M sport car it is john ferrano that will start the car rather than your volutette uh, and tactics have played a party remember this is a, a potentially at least a pro-am championship there are some am am uh combinations here also we've got a quick shot by the way as we look at the pole position setting uh norma of lannan racing good to see that the brook speed car on chalmont uh the Ligier at the rear of the grid. The four-car had a bit of a whoopsie at the start of qualifying, but the team under Doug Bebb, um and Martin Braidbrook have turned that car around. The one of their trio of Graf cars. This one of two Ligiers, as well as a Norma, uh, becoming more and more popular with the LMP3 teams. The Norma, very different-looking car as well.
2: Yeah, they've done very well with that Brook Speed. Actually, it looked like it had some potentially some rear-end suspension damage, as well as a little bit of floor damage, but they've it round very very quickly and got it out ligier obviously having some parts available or plenty of parts available here for the absolute plethora of um lmp3 cars that are running under that manufacturer so that's really really good to see going to be very very interesting isn't it mid-race as well thinking lmp3 cars a tank full of gas is uh, about an hour's running about 38 laps or so gt3 cars running on a similar schedule and i i would imagine we will see almost all 27 cars in the pits around a similar around a similar time which is going to make things very very busy for mechanics and driver change down in the pit boxes three minute board coming up in about one minutes time
1: uh, and that's going to be, I think, a theme through the whole weekend, not just the Michelin Le Mans Cup, but also the LMS tomorrow, and particularly, I think, the LMS tomorrow. That that's, uh, pit lane is going to be very crowded indeed. And I know that a few of the teams concerned, thinking about strategy. We might just see a couple of curveballs in strategy uh, around the pit stops for the LMS tomorrow, uh, within the range that they can. Here is the number 30 car. Uh, they've clearly changed their nose on that one after a trip into the outside the Marshalls post at the entry to the parabolica
2: absolutely that's really where having cars in both series is a benefit when you get down to your obviously these guys are not in the pit garage the whole time they're in a paddock out the back of of the uh, of the main european le mans series paddock so they have to bring their stuff in and bring it out every single time they run uh when when these guys come down into the into the paddock area there's a friendly space and a friendly face to help them uh to help them run their race and it must be an advantage for those guys who have, uh, who have plugged in to to both series.
1: Well look at it, we've got uh, across this grid and teams are represented in both paddocks, they're only separated by a hop, a skip and a jump Uh, a career cost Nielsen with cars in both, the same of course for Graf although it's LMP3 cars in this LMP2 cars in the LMS for that team, DKR Engineering, championship winners last year with a new squad to put to uh, their, uh, their shoulders to the Uh, the the load this time in the Mission in the Mon Cup. We've got EB Motors, we've got, who else amongst that lot? United Autosports, of course, with with seven cars across the two championships this weekend.
2: RLR, I think.
1: RLR, AF Corsa. So there really are a lot of teams with, if you like, a foot in both camps here. And you're right, there really is that crossover that when the push comes to shove, you can take some of the manpower, and for that matter, the spares from one and 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 uh, apply that to the other
2: well you can use the perches the timing screens and all of the various equipment and resource and the people there so yeah it it is it is very very helpful but you've still got to get the job done out on track what's really interesting through the free practice sessions is lap on lap in race running the uh, norma did look three to four clicks quicker Uh, kilometers per hour quicker in a straight line what does that mean I say four kilometers how to quantify that for you basically it's about one meter per second so every four seconds if they sit at V max next to each other a norma takes a car length out of a that's what it looks like if you were to sit by the side of the track
1: thumbs up from Tony Wells there and uh, great qualifying performance by both the front row men Mike Benham with his very first uh, LMP3 pole position and he was utterly delighted with that, there was definitely something like, breaking in the voice of emotion with that one That means a lot to these guys.
2: It's a competitive field and it's a, it's
1: a big field
2: of, uh, of LMP3 cars and if you're on pole in this championship then you've beaten someone Well you've
1: beaten
2: many someones.
1: 26 someones in this <laughs> <laughs> exactly. instance uh, because you've also of course got to beat the GT cars and that's not a given for some people coming into this sport with the little prototypes these are not easy cars to get your head around and get the best out of
2: absolutely a gt3 car abs traction control all of the toys you can jump in you can smash the brake pedal and it will stop and you can mash the throttle and it'll go not so with an lmp3 car they have got downforce to help but it really brings i mean a lot of the gents that i've worked with in the cars say it really brings your driving forward to drive these little cars they they help you to manage the traction moment, the locking, the slide on entry and, and I think they move into other things they drive the man I'm thinking of off the top of my head is Sean Lynn who I know enjoys driving these cars in preparation for um, driving his lovely collection of, uh, of other vehicles but they really like driving these little cars because the punishment is not huge the bodywork yep. is available absolutely and you can and you can improve as a driver
1: yeah, absolutely it's exactly the same story that sean told me and i've we with heard about this latest acquisition and those of you that what that follow historic racing of the the uh the elderly le Mans sort you've got one heck of a treat coming as yet unannounced with an amazing car that sean then will be bringing to historic racing with real Le Mans pedigree of the relatively recent sort. None, none other of these in private hands and racing at the moment. Away the cars go on the formation formation lap. The yellow car there towards the back, just ahead of the number four Brooksby car, now refettled after that uh, trouble earlier for John Sharman, was the Solo Genetic in the field. The Japanese entered car um, of Shinya Sano, who will uh, actually start this race. Have you got a missing Castle Racing Ferrari? I think we might have. We'll keep an eye on that one. because There's no Ferrari between the TKS car and the speed car. And there should have been. We'll keep an eye on that. 27 cars due to start this, uh, this race.
2: Warming tyres and brakes. No fuel worries for LMP3 cars. They can run just a little bit over now, so should be able to get to mid-distance, no problem at all. But the GT3 cars might have had to manage fuel just a little bit. Getting to the grid and on this warm-up lap, just to make sure that they can do the distance. I know um, the, in some GT3 machines, uh, an hour around Monza, highest full throttle time, of course, of all of, the, uh, of all of the circuits that we'll visit with this series, uh, can be a bit of a challenge.
1: Wait and see what comes out. I'm looking up and down the starting order here to see if anybody is throwing the dice in terms of putting in maybe the higher rank driver from the start. Looking down, and the first one that catches my eye is the SPV Racing number 44. Uh, that is starting in 20th position, Ricardo Sanchez. The final winners of the Nissan GT Academy. Mexico is here for that car for the second consecutive race. i keen to see what Ricardo can do to the start of this race. Another couple of very capable drivers a little further down the order uh, from the first row of the grid, Adrian Chiller in the number 40 Graf car, keep an eye on that car and I think he's perfectly capable of doing great things from the start but Mike Benham and Tony Wells, I think this could be a cracky, uh, cracking uh, first few laps between those guys
2: Absolutely, heading off down through the Escara chicane to the Parabolica drivers reminded by the race director to be in grid position if you're on the right side as in non-dirty side of the track you jump dutifully into the grid position if you're on the wrong side the dirty side you slope slowly into your grid position and uh, make sure you're in the right place for the start.
1: Duncan Tappy there watching slightly nervously maybe for Mike Benham he's been looking after Mike for what is it three years now and GT cars are now in prototypes uh, being kind of uh, having some moral support there from Gus Menezes and Ryan Cullen from the APR Rebellion team in the S. cars are neat and tidy, liner stern in two lines just as Eduardo Freitas likes it, leading car coming down to take its line into pit lane and very soon indeed we're going to be underway the 25 Norma the number two Ligier will lead it away and see whether or not we can get this packed field through the very tricky first chicane here. Often dramas there, let's hope not this time. The refs start to rise. Trigger finger, ready, red light is on. And off, and away they go. And immediately, on the Kessel Racing Ferraris to the inside, There two goes. The CD Sport car looking for an advantage up the inside, there's none there for the Lannan car. It seems to have got a clean getaway, it was a DKR car, I apologise, So the top three cars managed to get away cleanly, the top four cars indeed in their usual form. The 71 car took to the grass there, tried to stay away from any chaos that have ensued. It didn't, but there is a tap uh, towards the back of the field. I think that was the number nine cool racing car. Was that Jerry Kraut's car? Turned around on the exit of turn two.
2: Looked like he just caught him and and crowded him into the second apex, had nowhere to go, and he just caught the rear corner battle. Then in the middle of the field between the 65 Graf uh, attacking his teammate has who's had a really difficult start from fourth position um, and and dropped back now to sixth position. Benham leads from Wells, from Davard, from Peterson and they round Lesmo and off down towards the Ascari chicane for the first time this is when we'll start to see these cars wheel to wheel for the first time and see who has got the horses and the slippery bodywork
1: it's the DKR car that is putting the CD Sport number 30 under pressure for third position this is Jens Pettersen on Eric Debar A couple of the GT cars by the way shuffling back down the order and indeed the EV motors car pole position setting car has lost uh, the lead in the class to Pianna in the number eight Castle racing car but uh, Mike Benham away and relatively clear just half a second up there. There's a move from third and the bitterson uh, well.
2: down the inside of Dubard, lovely move there into the Parabolica, very very positive what we like to see found uh, found the apex and off he heads, will he be under pressure now as they head down back from debard down into the apex of the first corner he's in the toe and is going to attack down the inside is the ins- is the door open down the inside yes it is will he be able to get it done on the brakes yes he
1: will wow great stuff and but does he have brake himself there that's the 21 car that is Chats in the DB Autosport car gone by both of the draft cars just managed to gather it up but really close racing in the opening stages here Mike Benham is away and clear and Tony Wells now trying to fend off the close attentions of Jens Petersons, as we hear the start of the race is under investigation up the inside, and that's another position gained. He to watch out for He's gone via Debar into fourth. The CD Sportman not having the best of the early battles here.
2: Again impressed by the clean racing here. Some lovely moves going on down the inside of the second chicane. A little bit bumpy under braking, but he managed to collect it up and point it over the first apex and uh, very very nice racing from uh Schatz who was passed there um to not turn in and uh, and cause cause any issue.
1: The for watch at the moment is for second position Jens Petterson as Adrian Chiller makes up another position up into fourth place now headed to bar it's Jens Petterson on Anthony Wells Tony Wells just a quarter of a second the gap and is this where the potential error and advantage of the norma could come to play alex tony Wells just under a little bit of pressure
2: right move from the three decides to sit behind and perhaps have a go down the retifilia is going to lose a little bit of front down force through the apex of the parabolica but will he be able to tuck into the toe of tony wells and have a move down the inside of T1.
1: And behind this group, uh, another change I think now, I think it was John Ferrano, as the T1, but, sorry, Turn 1 potential battle comes forward. Up comes the inside of the DKR car, Tony Wells is going to have to cede that position. Can he, though, get the better drive through the turn? It's the 21 and the 40 still battling it out. CD Sport being shuffled backwards here. And the normal chassis just moving through, isn't it? In the wheel-to-wheel
2: racing, that extra little bit. Of straight line speed in race trim is really showing here in the battles wheel-to-wheel the graph car under pressure there around the outside the of, of the 21A eh,
1: does it drove around the outside of Curva Grande that is not a move you see very often and these don't expect racers
2: up into fourth place it's a long way around the outside there um, and you have to be D it's very exciting when you get there isn't it when deep on the brakes into turn three
1: potentially, by the way, for the uh, GT-leading Kessel racing car. That was the car we saw cut right across the white line, and a big slide from the same car. Polly just been told that's a, uh, that that's under investigation, but uh, the car eight reported for abusing track limits at the start of the race.
2: Yeah, the inside uh, inside the white line down to turn one is, is off-limits, but there's plenty of track there, and if you pass somebody on that piece of the racetrack, track and the race director spots you then there will be trouble I suspect that's what happened
1: I'm there. sure that's absolutely right so maybe trouble ahead for Piazzolla in the Kessel Racing number eight leaves GT at the moment but It's all action elsewhere there's been a change a little further down the order here with the a courier cost Nielsen 79 in the hands of Alistair McKay going by John Ferrano for 10th position 14 car
2: having passed Anthony Wells now Pettersen has set off in very concerted fashion after benham at the front of this field so now we're going to have a lap-on-lap battle on pace he's taken a half second out of him over the last tour of the circuit so we'll see if he's able to close down and make that move on the Lannon racing but norma plays, norma plays Norma plays norma at the front elm tony well still upholds the honor of ligier in fourth place yep. um but and a big spin there
1: and that is the 22 car Maguire in the United. Jim McGuire way down the field I'm afraid Jim Maguire in the aero liveried car 22 24th position and he's lost another position almost immediately with that spender because mm-hmm. Schatz meanwhile is closing on the DKR car in second position, this three car normal battle well, there was already damage wasn't there?
2: A little bit of damage potentially that
1: yes, as he cut the tyre with that? can't no, see damage to, to the
2: tire from here but perhaps just affecting the rear slightly and he's yep the 21 putting pressure on the three that's for third place shots on peterson so both those normas making moves now and they are they are closing in on venom at the front of the field so we have a good battle then through uh, the first three oh, positions trouble,
1: trouble it's two cars involved that is one of the Akurik cars. that is Alistair McCaig in fact and
2: that's in the second Lesmo
1: collected by the number 65 behind yep. oh dear
2: caught him out under braking
1: that's uh, Passien in the 65 Ligier and takes Alistair McCaig into the gravel bad news safety car yes indeed He's on and the track has, and has
2: picked up the leader now
1: yep.
2: looks like he just potentially underestimated the downforce loss a little bit on the b- on the brakes when you're right underneath the um, the under tray of someone like that you, you do lose it a little bit
1: of front end but that'll be a learning experience for, for, um, for him so eight minutes in and the field is brought under the control of the safety car and as they stand ladder racing in the hands of Mike Benham the 25 Norma ahead of the similar DKR engineering car Jens Pettersen the three car then the third of the normas in the train the db Sport car of chats tony wells as you say quite rightly upholds the honor of Ligier in fourth position the well let's wait and see if the second car the second ikuritas car can come out the damage to the rear there of the number 22 car yeah. being uh, looked into by and
2: clear and clear to the cause of that but we suspect probably contact from behind i don't know why they've got the front cover of that car
1: did off. he lose it in the spin uh, potentially
2: they're normally they're four bolts they're pretty tightly on but the but bolt was um, still attached yes
1: yes so let's wait and see in 79 car being craned away watch again this start watch the, the ferrari to the inside that's the car that uh, control would like to have a think about whether or not that start was altogether it should have been
2: so the assumption is that he's gained an advantage by uh, by being out there I didn't see him pass anyone but presumably the race director has deemed that he has. The
1: contact to the rear of the field that was the number nine car being turned around a cool racing car it was indeed Jerry Kraut
2: just concertine it up behind very very deep in for the 21
1: managed to keep it together it wasn't the opportunity for the Graf Norma to take advantage there on the exits made big
2: progress from there though didn't he because he he's found himself up in the top three
1: good news for, for uh, fans of Courier Nielsen is Alison McKaig is rejoined the race after having been craned out of the gravel trap is rejoining the race will be way down I'm afraid currently scored in 70, 79 and 25th position 65 car, though, I think the race may be done there.
2: The number eight Kessel Racing took the lead from the pole sitting Ebbing Motors. 88 are uh, off the start. Close battle then um, in the mid-pack of the uh, GT3 field between the 88 Ebbing Motors and the 71 F Corsa driven by Parazzini um, for that second place it was a
1: double impact wasn't it on the akuria cost car it was the nerf from the rear and then outed the right rear wheel of the 79 as the graph car came around let's hope that's not done any damage with the shock that can go through the drive shaft towards the, the diff
2: to be honest there will be a massive amount of gravel i would imagine in both in both of those cars let's hope he manages to get it offline and give it a shake. Um, to remove some of that, otherwise it'll be a puncture fest.
1: What you lose though, in terms of trap position, you gain in terms of stuff you can put on the path in the garden at home though, that's <laughs> always a plus. We l- we always like to, to see the pluses in these things that take away from the enjoyment. The gravel Car, lining. Heading for the pits. That's, it may well be the 79 that actually. That's the
2: rejoining 79, and I yep. suggest that's the right decision. Because there are belts all sorts of things that pieces of gravel do not like to yep. live in
1: a horrible noise.
2: Yes. Yes. Well, you don't get a chance to hear the horrible noise because by the time it's making a horrible noise, you're normally stopped, unfortunately. <laughs> now' McKay Yep. Finds his way into the pit.
1: So off comes the engine cover of the number 79 car. And, uh, again, this is a team that another. Uh, you can see the bodywork broken there above the the wheel arch. Um, another of the advantages of course of having teams in both is that uh, you have a pit stall that's fully equipped rather than bringing all your pit equipment with you. Well
2: absolutely and you can have a bit of a pool of spares as well. Indeed. Um, just in case anything happens. Safety car looks to have sped up sure. just a wee
1: bit. To explain that by the way, to explain that better, the Michelin among cup cars are not in the pit carriages. They have their own paddock in the rear of the main paddock here. And uh, this is not the work the moment is it?
2: no i suspect not i suspect that will take them a few minutes they're so just making sure everything is uh okay at the rear it's a smart move jim mcguire also in in the united um, in the united Fantastic.
1: aero after that spin indeed and this year you can see the damage to what we call the legality panels good and experience
2: good experience safety car restart again for engineers to get the process for drivers to understand the process warm tyres get back in the race focus your head again on the task um, after the interruption Um, it's all important stuff for these guys when they go and do longer races later in their careers
1: you've experienced this of course safety car is coming in this lap experienced this from as the the pro driver in a pro am lineup what is it like in that garage watching your driving partner out there amongst the dramas
2: you know what amateur drivers in sports car racing they're they're an interesting bunch they're clever people that's how they're able to do what they do and that's how they're able to to fund the race cars they fund and they amaze you every day they amaze you every time honestly um the the level the level that they're able to achieve as this restart gets underway and immediately on the defensive goes mike benham
1: absolutely the kkr got got the better restart i think there jens peterson uh, not a rookie in racing at any point he goes to the inside line mike benham doesn't even move to defend but it's oh. a big big wiggle jens Pettersen is going to go off the track there he's going to lose that that lead i'm sure
2: and it will be really really interested to see who comes out of the second corner ahead he
1: got Right down it's the, the inside, the landing car retook it. It was Jens Peterson a little bit too ambitious under the braking. So Mike Benham stuck to the plan. It was the right plan. Duncan Tappy will have been cheering along there, but that's given the opportunity for Schatz to go up the inside. Can he do the two? No, he can't. Benham stays in the lead, but now a new second place car, the DP Autosport car goes by Jens Peterson. So that all started with an outbreaking maneuver into turn one. The mistake from Peterson. Three corners later, cost him second place as well.
2: Absolutely. P- Peterson braking then at an angle, bit of steering lock on. Didn't quite account for the fact that he had an angle on the car. He thought, that's how late I brake. And he braked exactly that, exactly that late up the inside of Mike Brenham. Didn't account for the fact he's on the dirty part of the racetrack. But here we go. Mike Brenham having to defend again from the uh, Shats. attentions of Schatz. Um, down into the Ascara chicane he's doing a lovely job in defense calm-headed and uh, Managing to hold that car ahead of both his pursuers
1: It's been a neat and tidy start of the race from Mike Benham very much a rookie in the LMP3 uh, Stakes lots of duty racing behind Mike with uh, Duncan Tappy The man who
2: has the pace of that trio though is really petterson. He's uh, he's dancing around again or behind uh, Shat, and he's now looking to do the same move again. Let's see if he can learn from the experience of the last lunge down the inside into turn one and make the move sticky. Gets over there nice and early and in a straight line he breaks down oh. the inside to the first apex yeah, and Mark, makes the move. Mike
1: Pennant went for the corner, caught it and that's cost him a little bit of momentum. Is Tony Wells in position now where he can take advantage of the run through Kyova Grande? Doesn't really seem to have the speed to do that. But we've now got a run of how many Legiers? Three Normas, three ligiers now. One, two, three for the Normas. With that shuffle down from Mike Benham. One, two, three for the ligiers. Four through sixth position. Chats, Pedersen, Benham. Wells, Thomas, Adrian Avriantula. Tony Wells very
2: much in a watching brief of uh, that action, wasn't he? As we see the 21 of the sweep around the outside of uh, Dodonka for uh, the 10th place, the Uh
1: the 65 by the way, the other car involved in the incident with uh, the Acura is the 20 car goes way, way wide, the second DP uh, autosport car, uh, that is the battle of the 11th place, the 65 has also made it back to the pits, so at the moment 27 started, 27 is still in the race, albeit bit two of them on pit lane. Uh,
2: Purple middle sector for Shaft looking to pull away from Pettersson, um, behind him, I'll be interested to see if Pesson can go after him in pursuit. Venom looks like he's just falling back slightly from the first two, potentially into the clutches of Tony Wells in fourth place. But uh, through the parabolica, they go and then out onto the retifilio. Tony has his own uh, Tony has his own problems though, as Akerud behind him in the end race ligier number 99 is crawling over the back of him looking for that fourth place let's see if he can do it down into the first chicane dives late to the inside and looks under braking no not quite late enough back to the racing line and looks to line him up then out of the exit of turn two gets a lovely exit car lurches forward as he gets on the gas pedal and he's back into the slipstream then of Tony Wells as they run through the inside of Curva Grande right in the toe again. Which side do you choose down into turn four? He darts again to the inside. Nice, nice late move. He's got it done this time. Very sensible from Tony on the outside. Lives to fight another day. Not struggling a little bit with the pace of that car with just those front runners, isn't he? But holding his own very much in the fifth to kind of the fifth and sixth region of the race. But the enormous ahead of him, and now the N-Race Ligier have just made progress past Tony Wells in uh, In the middle phase of this race
1: n race one of those crews that is proving that so well It's becoming a bit of a truism that you carry on through for a second season in G in LMP3 racing And you just pick up the knowledge you pick up the pace you pick up Actually, on breaking that code and they seem to be another of those teams that can uh, meantime at the st- the head of the race uh, with another fastest lap of the race, 147,9 now Nico Schatz. He's now 3.87 se- uh, 8 seconds clear of this chasing bunch. So having made his way to the front of the pack, he's moving away. Remember, though, uh, this is a pro-amp race, and some of these teams have put up their fastest in to start with. Nico Schatz is one of those. Uh, here's w- another one with the RLR team. John Ferrano, after all those drama brothers ahead of him, stays in ninth position, still got Juvenutet uh, to come in that car, and he will be lightning fast. The game now for John Ferrano is stick with that pack as best he can and give the pro driver the best possible chance to make up the ground.
2: And I think that's also what the engineers need to be on the, on the phone to Pettersson and Mike uh, Benham saying is that he's disappearing. He's supposed to disappear. Let him go. That's his job. Let him go and, and try to stay as close as possible, and then when Dunk gets in... Um, he's going he's to be the man whose job it is to haul in that gap don't fight too much with each other he said, as he watched them fight too <laughs> much with each other <laughs> <laughs> turn but uh, don't fight too much with each other and just make progress now uh, into this race
1: well we've got uh, Duncan Tabby to come in the Lannon car, we've got uh, the very impressive uh, Leonard Hugenberg to come in the DKR car that could be one heck of a battle still to come, we've still got at least 35 minutes with these guys at the wheel of their lmp3 cars and this has already been a pretty engaging stuff that's where I at the back of that pack that is the ninth position car so all the runners ahead here in the top 10 overall uh, nico schatz is disappearing up the road he's just taken a further seven tenths out of his fastest lap 147 zero this time and it's purple in every sector that's game.
2: actually ballistic for race pace one minute stop and go the
1: 96. No, that's the Ginetta. That's the Ginetta which has just made its way into the top 20 in the hands of Shunyo Ozana. So whatever the technical infringement is, the uh, the Ginetta is in trouble. We can see it moving out to the outside there. Fact, I think there's just about pick up a place from Eric De Gonca.
2: And those oh, laps- Apologies,
1: that's the SPV car. That's me misidentifying the right yellow LMP3 cars.
2: <laughs> those laps that Nico Schatz doing are, are qualifying laps. They're really quite impressive. Oh yeah. He's um, already
1: eight seconds to the good over this Chasing Pack.
2: Making progress into the distance. More slippage for the Ebbing Motors Porsche, unfortunately. that started on pole drop behind the AF Corsa 71 as well in that last restart. Still interspersed by the two Cool Racing and a United Autosport LMP3 car. So fighting through the LMP3 traffic, those guys. And that's got ha- to be having a massive on their race
1: absolutely uh, because of course these cars don't turn grip brake in the same
2: way they're on a completely different schedule as far as a lap's concerned you know they're they're delivering in a straight line and then uh, the, the braking performance of the gt3 car is completely different to the to the lmp3 and then in the mid corner it's different again so nobody can go faster than the bottleneck speed if it makes if it makes sense it slows everyone down because I can't go faster than you in the straight and I can't go faster than you in the brakes. You, uh, it, it really affects the way the guys are having to drive
1: the race. Fascinating three-car battle here between Andrea Anchilla in the sixth-place number 40 Graf car, followed by Eric DeBard, the car that's dropped back down to this point in the order from being right in contention for the lead. And right behind is another of Graf cars, and then in the number 39 car. That's the Graf Norma. Two Ligiers and a Norma for Graf here but uh, those three cars really having a major tussle but staying with the overall lead group here
2: staying with the lead group as well is tony wells and uh akari and the n-race uh, ligiers they're just managing to hang on to the normas ahead of them and if they can get if they can just tag on the back and get in a rhythm it's going to be massively beneficial to their race rather than having no reference points i really think for these guys driving at the start of the race in you know, amateur drivers in the start of the race, if you can see a reference point in front of you, gives you an idea. Did he lock up when he brake, like, oh, I can do that. Yeah, maybe I'll try oh. what he's doing. And it really will benefit them to keep in touch with the leading pack.
1: Bit of a wiggle through turn two there from the CD Sport number 30 car. So that keeps it on the relatively straight and fairly narrow. SP V, v Racing's pit structure
2: right,
1: Benham, right where still not giving this one up.
2: And he is coming through the first of the Lesmos.
1: This is the Ginetta taking that one-minute stop and go.
2: Not clear on what the technical infringement is. It can be many things. It can be. Uh, people on the grid in the wrong place, the wrong yep. time, some elements on the car.
1: Can we see that was a moment for the SPV car I think? Yes it was. A big spin Look, there.
2: Looked like he just uh, lost it a little bit through the apex and then caught throttle. Able to get it going pretty quickly. Obviously found the clutch inside the car whilst spinning.
1: That's Ricardo Sanchez. Yellow t- uh, flag at turn four. That is the uh, Brookspeed car. curb I think on the uh, entry yeah. in. Drops down to the
2: first apex. We've seen a lot of rear locking moments, rear locking spins haven't we this weekend from almost all classes. Everybody's struggling with the rear end of the car under the brakes. The 20 makes further progress so that's very
1: deep. Oh. Which means he's uh, just up the inside of the 23 car.
2: And, uh, a the well,
1: it's an interesting moment that is uh, two cars getting a good run through parabolica richard means right right in behind the norma what can he do on straight line speed here that's because he's staying with him the norma is not pulling away
2: can he have a go down you would expect to really gain especially since the guy's been offline on uh on his way down into the parabolica and here is the big battle then uh the three defending against the 25
1: Got a further pr- a set of penalties coming for cars 99 and 32. So 99, the N race. N race car is a significant runner in fourth place. It's going to be a drive-through penalty for overtaking before the start line. And 32 is
2: uh, the United Autosports of uh of
1: Yeah, Have trouble in qualifying. A good recovery since then, by the way. Cars banned, of
2: course, from, uh, it's all, all very well, the lights going green, cars banned from changing position, obviously, before the, the start-finish line. And what I mean by obviously is in your line, there's a little bit of a jostling effect that occurs. There's nothing you can do about that. But if you start passing someone in your line, obviously, yep. before the start-finish line, then, then you're going to be in trouble.
1: Busy, busy, turn one and two. We get a better shot there of the Jerry Krauts, a racing car being turned around and there's another car stalled at the back there as a result of that didn't quite see that was we're getting into traffic now that is jim mcguire's car being taken by the second place battle that's just given the dkr car just a slight advantage another the fastest lap meanwhile canigo shafts the, the, leave the race 13.2 seconds the gap now
2: and mike benham going down the in style i'd say that's a little bit optimistic or is he just moving around in his mirrors to try to distract uh, Pettersson on the way down to turn one back into the slipstream then the old guessing game through Curva Grande do I go left for the long way round in the inside of the braking zone or do I stay right looks like he's missing just a little bit of Maybe it's just a concertina effect like he's you missing again. it's some straight line speed and yeah he's just moving around isn't he to try to outbox him
1: good to see Mike Benham with that level of confidence he's now feeling as if he's able to press against Pettersson the more experienced the two racers that Mike Benham I think feels he's got a good car underneath him and he's now up for this fight that I'm sure will be giving Duncan Taffy uh, both a couple of moments where he's thinking oh, and a few moments where he's thinking good on your son
2: absolutely absolutely. 20 down the inside of the 98 um, yeah that yep. G- goes in deep but gets it done those uh, out offline areas still dirty but cleaning up aren't they they were they were really really dirty this morning for the various free practice sessions and look that at is
1: that the gap. gap it is the entire length of the straight down to the parabolica for Nico Schatz he's uh, just put another fastest up of the race in 146.597. he's about to shatter that I think well, he didn't it was a slower third sector but another one in the 146s, as opposed to 149s, the battling cars behind Tony Wells is the latest man to put Jim Maguire the delayed United Auto sports car a, further, a, a lap down.
2: So three seconds for 15 laps. He's looking at a potential minute lead. Yes. When he pits.
1: So he has got the opportunity here with the race and the full green conditions and a clear track ahead of him to just get the hammer down. There's not a lot of traffic yet.
2: 15 seconds ahead already, of course. But the, yeah even though that even being the case it depends who comes next if uh if peterson and benham manage to keep a good pace between themselves and not fight too hard then it's all to play for that could even be the net lead of the race i think there's there's an element of one of one of those two guys needs to be having a sensible tablet we see a nice move down the inside is that graph on
1: graph Here's graph on graph action
2: Actually you know, that no, was, that,
1: was, no that was, yeah, it was Maguire wasn't it? There's three there's uh, three uh, red, white, uh, red, silver and blue in one case because it's a Graf car behind, but I think it's the graph Norma behind Jim McGuire now. Those liveries
2: are just so different, I don't know how I, can,
0: I possibly <laughs> could have confused
1: them. <laughs> it's so just moving see the Sport, traffic. The CD Sport car just tucking in behind. Another two Norma battle with yeah, against Derek Devart. behind that leading car by the way, and then again, well, behind that leading three cars, really very close indeed, Ruby Motors car in the hands of Venorosi, uh, is just dropping back a little, Venerosi is the, the less quick of the two gentlemen drivers in that Ruby Motors car. And the GT3
2: cars in the race have found each other. Yes. Which is, <laughs> which yes. is nice in there. It? It's kind of sieved itself out, hasn't it, to the, to the point where there's the cool racing stuck in the middle a little bit, just defending, uh, the bumper of Piazzolla, who's leading that yep. class in the number eight, so he's between... What is is
1: under investigation.
2: He is under investigation, exactly, for passing before uh, the uh, for, for the start mm-hmm. incident. I, I presume that... It's interesting, actually, isn't it? Because two penalties have been given, passing before the start-finish line. He's under investigation for the start, so you would presume that he was under investigation for something... Maybe? We'll wait and see. Oh no, of course it was the, the, track, track, the limits. track limits.
1: Uh, but it's uh, the, the four cars following. In fact, they've all now found uh, found each other with the exception of John Harchand's a little way further back after a tricky start to the race. 16th through 20th is the GT battle and those cars are separated by something like 20 seconds, the top five in GT. Meantime though, the real action is underway in LMP3. The battle we're watching right now is the battle for 6th, 7th and 8th position. John Gianfranos still hanging on in there behind this, this other group of cars. The 39 Graf uh, Norma has gone by Cini Cine Sport, Cine Sport M30, of El But all of these cars, with General Chassis, with the Normas, with the more pointy noise, no, noise, nose, uh, the flatter nose of Coligiers, and the solo bright yellow uh, Ginetta, all powered by the very same Uh, Nissan V8 engine with the same drivetrain gearbox, all of those drivetrains built by Orica in France, supplied to the chassis suppliers for on movement for the customers, just see the genetic model in the background there.
2: Absolutely, very much a spec uh, LMP3 series, and that's why we get such close racing here, and uh, such accessible racing as well.
1: And the next phase of the LMP3 story underway right now with the sender process the process for who is going to get the, the car 99 meanwhile oh dear me N race a reported to the steward for not having done the drive-through penalty that's a big mistake uh,
2: i suspect the reason is because they can't get in contact with him um i wouldn't not not many drivers will there are drivers who will yes. but, but not not many drivers will receive a drive-through penalty and go ah talk to me later that you know most guys will, will report in so I would have thought they can't get in contact with him on the radio, which is why he's not done that drive through However, he should be looking at flags.
1: Absolutely. Meantime though, we need to complete the point, and another change there at the 39 and the 30 again, these two are basically banging wheels with each other as, as and where they can. Process to select the next round of chassis supplies for LMP3, which may very well include the ones we've currently got, is underway right now. Yeah, I'm going to see a
2: batch of new Baby prototypes, which is going to be which is going to be exciting for everybody, and another jockeying for position between all the manufacturers for the uh, the best the best LMP3 car, and it is really competitive, isn't it? It is between Norma, uh, Ligier, Ginetta, to make sure that because there are so many cars out there racing in this class, so. The 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 market for a successful LMP3 car is very good. Is just giant.
1: Well, I mean, we know that Ligier have uh, sold more than a hundred of these JSP3s. Norma are getting uh, a grip on this marketplace as well. Increasing the number of those cars coming. In. I think Jeanetta looking to get back into the fight. Uh, we are over half an hour into uh, into the uh, with the the two-hour race. Uh, Mike Benham in the 25 car that started from pole position in the London Racing Norma. Charlie George is down on pit line now with his pro driver, Duncan Tappy. Let's hear from them.
0: Yeah, I'm down here at Lannan Race and I'm joined by Duncan. Duncan, first of all, welcome to the championship.
1: Thank you for having me. We're loving it so far.
0: Yeah, it was a frustrating first round for you guys. um, But today seems to be going great. Started with the pole position and Michael's holding his own out there. Yeah, he
2: absolutely is. You know, um, Paul Ricard was a disappointment, you know, considering our pace from practice
1: but you know we, we have kind of redeemed ourselves here, Mike put it on pole, and he's having a really sensible drive out there. You know It's a long two hour race, so the main objective was to keep it on the track and we'll see where we end up at the end of it.
0: Now as a pro, how does it feel when you're in here in the garage watching him out there? Do you feel nervous?
1: A lot worse than I am when my bum is in that seat. It's, um, it's weird, it's like a control thing, you know, um, but after all the years of coaching him, he's uh, listening really well and he's applying himself brilliantly
0: you have a great
1: race Cheers, thanks. duncan been around for a long time you'll know duncan i'm sure well i know reasonably well let's watch again though while that was uh, happening bit of an instant turn one alex
2: of course another one of those rear locking incidents tries to make the move down the inside um does uh, i think it was eric dabar in the, the 30 number car. 30 car yep. locks the rear realizes he can't get it stopped and uh in some ways charitably decides to <laughs> scoop it into the
1: left hand <laughs> the oh hand. to not
2: collect the graph car so fair play to him that when he had locked the car up he had the presence of mind to not collect his competitor um, that said uh, there, is a, there is an option to go straight on there uh, yet another brake locking moment from the rear there must be really really snatchy this weekend across the rear axle um, I'm going to go and find out why that is from my old LMP3 engineer. Absolutely,
1: yeah, we've got to another four hours of uh, action after the two hours we've got here involving LMP3s tomorrow with the European Amon series. There's the number eight Kessel racing car. We haven't heard uh, any decision on whether or not there'll be a penalty for this car. As long as it goes on, the more likely it is there isn't. So, uh, Pinotola um, is away and reasonably clear, Perizzini though I think he's closing in for the lead driver of car 79, that is Alistair McCaig uh, was involved with that incident in 65 Over in the race uh, to the race control at the end of his stint. here in I suspect Eduardo just wants to have a bit of a talk through the
2: uh, rear end incident into uh, Lesmo 2
1: so two of the GT cars, that is the number 88 EV motors car being caught here by the 51 and of Ulrich, so it's Venerosi from Ulrich, uh, this pair, 10 seconds off the second place car Perazzini in the 71 and that car is catching Pianetola for the lead, still some pro drivers to come here as well of course, so not for the 88 car, it's a two-gentleman car
2: yep, you have got it right across GTE, GT3, Dunlop and Michelin for the qualifying sessions for both series but um, in in this race they are under pressure aren't they in terms of pace, we'll have to see whether the uh, the second driver in that car will be able to uh, will be able to resurrect things. But they've slipped back. It has to be said from uh, from that pole position start, and whether there is a strategy call um, in there somewhere causing that.
1: Under AC, the less experienced the pair of EB Motors drivers, but uh, both no <laughs> are no reasonably well. <laughs> so by the way, at right, the moment, Jens Peterson second place, is beginning to pull out the gap on Mike Benham. Uh, just edging away sector by sector, that final lap, two or three seconds now for the good. Have an hour and 22 minutes still to go, and it was interesting to hear from Duncan uh, about, uh, you know, his feelings about this one. I think he's proud of his man there. Absolutely, and you
2: do. It's, uh, y- you feel like you've contributed. Um, I-, I felt very much like this about, you know, when I was racing with Mike Guash through through the year I did LMP3, when, you know, you... They're so passionate about their motorsport, they enjoy it so much, and they enjoy improving. I know Mike really did, he loved to not just race, he loved to race and do well. And yes. that was the key for him, and, uh, and, and I enjoyed watching him do so.
1: It's uh, yeah, absolutely, it's a, it's a great thing to watch people doing the thing they're most passionate about, and learning and beginning to actually unlock the secrets of this, and where it then takes them on that journey. And the number of times you've seen it i've seen it coming into some of the junior gt and sports car racing formula and then two three four five years further down the line uh, nowadays into p3 into p2 well especially when things are done with humility and dedication when they don't
2: you know it's it's a it's a hobby and it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be yeah you know it, it, it's it's uh, they can essentially they, they're here to enjoy themselves they're here to have fun they're here to race cars but instead of taking that you know a kind of mess about attitude they take a lovely attitude which is no i'm not just here to race cars i'm here to race cars exceptionally well absolutely. so
1: absolutely which is why they get involved with teams like you All your sports and with young men like you could <laughs> well, it probably you may laugh and teams
2: like <laughs> and teams like that so yeah,
1: but absolutely right and i think that's exactly the point this is what's carrying this part of the sport forward it's that learning curve for everybody uh, get the right people into the right cars into the right teams into <laughs> right racing and make absolutely 20
2: minutes to go of the expected stint length of these guys. Tony Wells hanging in there um, in fourth position. Schill up behind him, trollier in that little pack.
1: Negro Schatz gapping of Jens Peterson. Not stalled, but it's not going out as quickly as it was. Jens Peterson's pace pretty good. And actually Mike Benham's pace stabilising again. That gap to uh, Benham third position now 3.7 seconds uh, that will put in about 27 28 seconds back from the leader uh, with of course Duncan Tappy still to come Saw so he to take off
2: uh, when he made when he hit the front and I wonder if he's just taken the edge off those tyres a little bit I and mean, he's still in the 46s, he's still delivering purple sector one sector one is essentially though the braking zone down into turn one and nothing else he, he might have just taken the edge off those tyres, but I think it's more a case of Pettison and Benham getting into a rhythm because they've dropped down into the 1 minute 48 where, where we expected 49s from them early doors. Here's the 30 car. Another wobble. Yes, and he's actually supposed to um, circumnavigate that white board, which you could see right of screen there, right. if he goes straight in the second chicane, I suspect. Eduardo Freitas will be having a word about that.
1: He does immediately on the screens. Car 30 cut turn forward. without respecting the racing uh, race director's instructions. What that means is the driver's briefing. He, Eduardo, I've been in those briefings. I know you have. Uh, he's I've been in those
2: briefings, which is why I know and I didn't go to this one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is why you know, but you know, he's very clear about these things.
2: Yeah, it's just to keep. Uh, it's just to keep cars that are off track out of the way of cars that are on track, and uh, to make sure I'm nobody's gaining an advantage 20 car nice and deep down into
1: turn one so at our 18 minutes to go we have the top 10 still separated by just one minute with a mix of if you like more experience Pro and semi Pro drivers in that mix uh, together with some of the gentleman drivers this has been a pretty good clean race uh, with lots of cars getting into close contention uh, and lots of common sense here it's going to be said everybody was very very
2: switched on weren't they down yeah. into turn one some strong moves but uh with assistance from often assistance from the individual being passed which is sometimes almost as important in these things they, um there has been a lot of clean racing the 51 though closing in on the 88 ulrich taking time out of venerossi and he's not He's going to be looking at the rear engine of that rear engine Porsche
1: very, very soon, isn't he? Closing in, closing in. This is the GT-Class, GT3-spec machinery. It is five Ferrari 488s against this solo Porsche set pole position in the hands of Venerosi's teammate Pacani. Uh, he's still to come, but again, we've got some big names to come in the Ferraris, including the brothers Pacini. That's the Andrea. We've got the gulf marine liveried car of richard means the 23 car under pressure from the as we said troubled 30 at the moment that 30 car after that uh, problem at turn one recovering uh, into 12th place eric debar he's i think a somewhat kind of uh, disjointed Debar? previously european long series competitor debar
2: yeah. and uh, really incredibly experienced in these type of cars but he's not having the best race as he looks to the outside down into t1 richard mines defending nicely he, he'll do well to get that oh.
1: stopped yep well, well spotted there by alex There's these cars right the back of his hand and i'm looking at back at his hand and indeed it's got an mp3 car on it yeah it didn't used to be there no. took a
2: year to grow that
1: but Minu- it's an hour and 16 minutes to go still changes all the way up and down this field. And so Jim McGuire will pull out of the way of this battle for the moment. As the 20 car comes through. Followed through by I think the N race car, isn't it?
2: 99 it's in race, race
1: well, that there will be in trouble for ignoring a 4-2 observer stop and go.
2: So the 30 car has been told it did not respect the uh, race director's instructions, but not there's no specific penalty or retribution or...
1: Uh, no indeed. No, we'll wait and see whether or not that uh, uh, may well be that it's one of those cumulative things like points on your license. Yes. Do it again, Sunshine,
2: and Mike hold it for slap. Slaps on my wrist just underneath where my LMP3 car is. Cool racing, improving through the middle of the race, passing the full GT3 field and back onto the back of the Gaggle of LMP3s. Now, yeah, Nico kind of Schiet at the front. I, th- I wonder if he's moving through a little bit of traffic, but yeah. he's not. You're you're absolutely right, Graham.
1: Not pulling away. He's the, not. The rate he, he was was doing before. Watching by the way, at the moment, the progress of Ricardo Sanchez. Now he's not had the cleanest of races. We said we we might see him coming through, but all of a sudden, beginning to make some progress. Sanchez now up into eighth position. Yeah. Um, well know, by the way, in seventh now. And uh, change again there. It was the end race car going by the 20.
2: Yep. I think
1: it was 4.9. Look
2: at that, that with the rear down into the apex of turn one, 79. Recovering
1: Alistair McCabe, way, way down the field. Laps down, but uh, he'll be frustrated by that. Eight minutes in the pits for the 79 car. the McCabe has a date with a lot of for a little later. Um, uh looking to show that it's got the pace in the car. And the GT entries are really, really important here, not just because it's really,
2: really nice to have GT entries, um, but also for the LMP3 competitors, because there have to be, in order to learn this type of racing, there have to be GTs on the track. Yes. Th- they are Absolutely. a
1: critical
2: element of this kind of racing. Slower cars on the track and then Faster cars on the track is, is yet another thing but if you're not moving through the traffic you're not sports car racing.
1: Absolutely. The other thing of course is behaving differently in the corners the different lines. You need to take the mechanical grip as opposed to aerodynamic grip. It is, if you're looking to take the next step up, absolutely essential that you understand that what you need to do. Oh, 20, was it 20 last time? No, 30 last time
2: but same issue across exactly the... the um, I think it depends how far you've you know, in realistic terms it depends how far you've turned in to the the second phase of that. You know, if you've just dropped it on the brakes, then you're expected to go straight. If you're halfway in, nobody's expecting you to turn round, find the I don't find the yellow line, no. go around the I don't think. Um, but it's a case of where that balance lies.
1: Twenty and the thirty, both of which have had I said a little earlier, some disjointed running thirty though. They are looking up the inside now of the twenty car. The car's certainly got some pace, a um,
2: uh, few little issues, um, a little bit messy moving through the traffic. Big slide for the
1: 20. That's why the 30 car got back onto and, and over the sausage curve and left a little bit of the car back. You can see with the impact.
2: I think it's same old, same old issue with the LMP3 um, cars is that you overheat the surface of the rear tyre. Um, it's very, very hard at the rear tyre. On these cars, and they are moving around on that surface,
1: which means meanwhile he's hanging on there. You can see that we've got a couple of uh, drivers ahead that have that just moving from one minor incident to another. Might there be an opportunity here for the United Autosports man in 12th to get back into the top 10?
2: Yes, absolutely. The Smart
1: key. stuff from him at the moment. He's just hanging on there and waiting for to, to see what prevails up front.
2: Dabar still. Attacking Thuert and looks down the inside at Ascari. Will he be able to make the move? Yes, he will. Make sure he doesn't catch the curb on the inside and nice and tidy through the exit and off down, but we'll have to defend yet again down on the way to Parabolica and uh, I think. We're shortly going to be having an interview with the uh, bikini from it's, the GT-class.
1: Giacomo Puccini is uh, the co-driver number 8 car that is leading in GT at the moment in the hands of Pietzola, uh, down with Charlie George in lane. Yeah, I'm down here at the moment at
0: Kesselbuck and I'm joined by Giacomo. Giacomo, I mean it's his 4th circuit race, he's leading, it's all going very well again. Yeah, Sergio did an amazing start in doing a great job,
2: the car seems to be very very good, he gained a good advantage on Perazzini and
0: uh, we are in a good position, so we are very very happy. Now there was um, something flashed up on the timing screen at the start, have you heard any more of that? Sorry, can you say it again? There was talk perhaps of some kind of penalty at the start. Have you heard anything more on that? That Sergio just moved a little bit too much outside the wide line at the start, but he didn't overtake any car, so it was like a small track limit, but nothing happened. So I'm really uh, thinking that uh, the race direction will not take this decision. And you're looking forward to getting out there and having your turn? Sorry? Are you looking forward to getting out there and having your turn? Yeah, of course, of course. I'm really looking forward to it, yeah. Thank you. Thanks to you. Jackie
1: Puccini there, and as he was talking to Charlie, one of the reasons he couldn't hear uh, Charlie was because there's a battle going on here for significant position. This is for third place. It goes the way, for the moment at least, Christopher Ulrich in the number 51.
2: Ulrich's oh, going to be under pressure down into the second chicane for sure. Really, really deep through the, uh, through the first apex, and uh, then slow off the second apex. Let's see what the Porsche can do down around curva grande doesn't seem to have
1: the grunt it does it it doesn't it really does not oh, but a bit of a, a bit of a, uh, a breaking there from the ferrari still not the opportunity for the porsche to take advantage we're about 10 minutes from the halfway mark in this race and maybe just maybe some tired hands some tired feet some tired eyes it's very warm inside those cars Alex
2: absolutely yeah gt3 cars are some of the newer ones uh, some of the newer models do have some air con systems, but the, most of them are extremely warm inside. Nevertheless, Pacini will be ready to jump in in that car. I don't think Charlie gave him too much of a, a choice whether he was excited about jumping in or not. Did <laughs> <laughs> you? You will be excited. Um, Absolutely, <laughs> right. they should be. Quite sure <laughs> that so Charlie should, should point so that so out. Should be. It's a Ferrari at Monza.
1: It is clouding over though. Now uh, we can't see uh, outside from where we're sitting, but uh, I'm hoping that's not dark, dark clouds. We're expecting a bit of that maybe tomorrow, but uh, with an hour and eight minutes, an hour and nine minutes still to go, surely weather's not going to play a part in this one. When a meteorologist in my iPhone did say
2: there would be some rain mid-afternoon potentially today. The they, they do, yes, and tiny, wow. tiny.
1: Teeny-weeny. Exactly. Well, well, we'll see. Farino pulling away, and uh, Rick is consolidating that third position. 19th overall, by the way, at the moment. Uh, meanwhile, we leave the race while this battle goes on. Uh, all of a sudden, Nico Schatz is actually making hay again. Uh, this is leaping forward to about 35, 36 seconds ahead as we start to see some of the second drivers getting ready for stops we'll that will, can happen within about three minutes.
2: I suspect Nico Schatz may have just been making his way through a little bit of traffic um, or, or same-class traffic or the GT field if you get stuck. And, and being in lead of the race will be being, you know, with a gap, will be being slightly cautious. Um, either that or he's nursing a little problem, which he's managing in there. But uh, there's not too much that can go wrong with an LMP3 car where you could have a problem and then fix it again and carry on at the same speed. So I suspect just traffic for him.
1: Well, you've heard of Super Mario Bros. That's Super Pacini Bros. Uh, it's uh, G- uh, Giacomo and Andrea. Uh, for Kessel Racing. Meantime, I'm just watching timing screens here. Tony Wells is back right with Mike Benham. Now, there it is. Great pickup from the, the guys here in the truck and uh, Tony Wells.
2: No further action regarding car 40, but Tony Wells is absolutely stalking Mike Benham now down towards the Ascari chicane. Will he be able to stick to the back? Losing a little bit of downforce through the left. Drops down into the apex, little bit of curve for Tony through the middle and then flat out through the exit, looks like he's got a nice run And
1: Adrian Chiller is catching this pair as well, see the Norma in the background Sorry, Norma plays
2: Ligier, the open in this battle and will Tony be able to make the move down the inside into Parabolica They've both gone deep, Tony, thinks better of it, just sits behind at the apex
1: one more lap for this pair before we get to the stage that the uh, pit window opens drive-through penalty meanwhile for car 32 for crossing the white line at pit exit that is the saying, uh, United Autosports car in 18th position it's not been a great weekend so far for that car shows real promise still got Colin Brown to come by the way in that car world star and IMSA racing course time In the European Le Mans Series, but has been a starter in the Le Mans 24 Hours. Indeed, a podium sitter in GT.
2: Absolutely, and with the proximity of the front uh, cars running two till six uh, in this race, once the pros jump in, all of those entries, I think we're going to have an absolutely storming race on our hands. Um, Especially pitting uh, pitting later here is better. You will gain time. Two reasons for that. Firstly you will put less fuel in the car because you will be running later in t- you will be not needing so much fuel to get into the end of the race secondly you will run for longer with less fuel in the car
1: which means having a look around the outside of the 30 car I'm doing it well done there that was an odd place to make that move though the 30 car didn't seem to have the pace it really should have had at that point uh, meantime this is Ricardo Sanchez now on the rear end of John Ferrano a battle for seventh overall was indeed, by the way, no further action for number 8 as we heard from Giacomo Puccini, confirmed now from race control, for moving across the white line at the start, but did not take advantage in terms of positions gained. So Ferrano, by the way, a really quietly effective first part of the race here, dropped out the top ten, gained a couple of positions, as others fell by the wayside, but have just been plodding away, way, way, way wide there, by the way, to Tony Wells. And. In comes Evie Motors car, alright.
2: Uh, EV Motors car, first car to pit, apart from the graph entry, uh, but at the rear of the field, Trouble graph entry at the rear and Kessel cover them straight away. Uh, they, they cover the pit stop and they will pit straight behind them, so let's see who of those two GT3 cars comes out first.
1: By the way, unseen by me, the number 99 has taken a drive-through penalty. The 25-second pit stop uh, marked against the 99, but it may well have been too late uh, Ferrano and Sanchez still and, uh, John Ferrano, Canadian driver this Last season with Alex Gafadia and this season with your Van and Sanchez jinking around Trying to settle the Canadian driver ahead. Trying to find
2: which side he'll go. It's floating in the middle of the road is Ferrano and he's him done go. him on the clean part of the racetrack and I think he did let him go yeah, yeah down yeah. into turn four
1: too close to the driver changeover for that level of heroics I'm guessing I suspect
2: he's just thinking
1: look I've had a good stint I've got a good stint and as tired as I'm going to be this afternoon I've got an MMS race to come tomorrow exactly
2: let's just get this one oh, that's too deep and someone has remembered like the, 99 the again? That, and that is the correct protocol for if yes. you go straight in turn four
1: because you've got full view of the front of the car of cars coming across your bow.
2: Yes, potentially that although I always think it's quite the the tightness of the re entry yeah. onto the circuit is it's supposed to prevent you taking advantage, but it forces the car into such an angle that it kind of jumps into the middle of the road, which I, th- I always think is slightly racy to be honest. But, but
1: remember, uh, I know you're racing for us, but there is a brake pedal as well. Is there? Which <laughs> one is that? Uh, yes. 71 car on pit road as indeed are all of the GT cars with the exception of the number 50 Kessel Racing car which I think will be in at the end of this lap uh, the order as they came in Kessel Racing number eight in the hands of Kinnatsola from Perattini and then uh, Christopher Ulrich, uh, Venerosi in the EV Motors Porsche Schiavone in the 77 Kessel car, John on still two pit and it will be the pro drivers where they have them that now join in the fun, including the Baccini brothers. Ollie Hancock will be in the uh, Kessel Racing 50 car. Uh, Baccini in the Baccini, oh, sorry, Baccani uh, in the 88 car, the man who set the position, is already out and running.
2: The big question is, what can Duncan Tappi et al do about the lead of the 21 car yeah. in this second hour of the race?
1: Now up to 43 and a half seconds, and has indeed built up another chunk of advantage and that may well be that's actually down to a little bit of fatigue on the part of the cars following with the less experienced drivers Jens Pedersen Mike Benham, Mike Benham meanwhile still within four and a half seconds of the second place car Tony Wells dropped back around a second back from being right under the rear wing and what happened here that's just the brake dust good grief there's a lot there
2: just the brake dust and that's what happened when you your ABS seat system repeatedly smashes your brake pads in and out of the brake discs um, 35 times and uh, absolutely maximizes the braking performance without any concern for
1: locking. However, not perhaps the most efficient way of using a brake pad if, if that's the uh, the one that you're concerned about. Uh, you
2: can get in trouble uh, with a with a GT3 car over a four-hour distance, not over a two-hour distance, with with pure brake wear. If you're on a if you're on a competitive brake uh, pad, if you're on a racy brake pad, the first of the. LMP3 cars in the pits, That's Tony Wells. That's the Brooksby car. That's number four
1: ah. car. I think Tony Wells actually Tony Wells in behind has him. Tony Wells coming just behind him. So Tony Wells is in. Uh, cool Racings 24 and 9 are both in the hands of Alexander Kwanyi and uh, Jerry Kraut. Jerry Kraut recovering well, by the way, from that uh, spin at the start of the race. Uh, who else is in? DB Autosports number 20 car. That's been at a pogo stick type um, progress through the first part of this race. TKS. Uh, are in in the Ginetta, the 96 car from Chino Sano. John uh, Sherman. we can just see there. Say, by the way, that uh, we have lost one car by the look of things. The 65-graph car did not emerge after making it back to Pits. The incident that involved Patient and Alistair McKay. Alistair McKay, by the way, will be making his way towards great control. In comes... Oh, is that the leader? Yes, it is. Yes. Here goes Schatz. Pits from
2: the lead. Pits and let's see if the dkr engineering can take a couple more laps i suspect they will not do so and will jump get the pro in the car as quickly as they possibly can 59 minutes to go now well into the period at which the pro driver can finish the race and uh, Schatz heads back out onto the racetrack, so it must have come in before that, let's see who the, of course, does not head back out the, uh, his, his co-driver will what's happened here, so. trouble for the 21 and it looks to be in trouble, doesn't it?
1: it's pulling off the track immediately as it's Wolf, isn't it Wolf, in the uh, 21 car Goodness. immediately, and that's big trouble for the lead car after building up a 46 second gap and there's a problem for the leading car so that's master off
2: and he sat in the runoff area at turn one wave yellows and this is absolute disaster for them so what's happened in the pit stop the only thing i can think of is uh something potentially kicked on or off in the pit stop happened here in the driver change but let's have a look he's come down the pit lane on the limiter as normal and off toward his team no he just went he
1: just he went, just went through straight through. through oh perhaps he missed his box but then he's stopped at the exit because he's run out of fuel oh dear oh dear oh dear <laughs> Nico oh Shax there's, there's a reason why
2: they're coming to bits that does seem a
1: little early to run out of fuel
2: um, yes, yes, or, or perhaps uh, upon realisation that he couldn't continue, he thought, well, I might as well park it <laughs> in the safe as place.
1: A, well, if he's missed his box, and then on that fuel... I did wonder why, Sha- why they'd recorded
2: Rashat's being, the being, the being in the car on the outlap.
1: For the moment, then, as we see the Ikirikos-Nielsen team set to work, and the number three DKR engineering team to work. Ricardo Sanchez leads but owes us a pit stop so the SPV car number 44 does lead, we will meet the pit though within the next two minutes.
2: So into the effective lead of the race though goes the DKR engineering entry number three and Lannan in second place with the 40 Graf third but it does depend how they come out of the pits. All of the cars I just referenced are on the stand now. Everybody
1: is in the pits or is on their way out. So we have already gone through with 57 minutes remaining in the race. everybody has been through the pits at least once, just looking to see, no, including all the cars that actually uh, have had to serve a drive-through. The routine pit stops have been done. Out comes the number three car in the hands of Leonard Hugenboom. Uh, not far behind, should be, Duncan Tappy in the number 25 car. But he's going to find Hugenboom not a pushover. Remarkably rapid.
2: Absolutely. Looks like the three is the first to exit the pit lane. Tony Wells.
1: Duncan Tappy is out running now.
2: Tony Wells then still circulating in. No, has now now shuffled back into his position and the 21 is pushed away. Wow. I can't wow, believe
1: it. Tra- that, I think you have to be right.
2: I can't believe it. We're, we referenced him coming straight into the we pit. Did. And then he seemed to merge immediately. Yes. And then they will, th- they only run, you know, it's a very, very high full throttle racetrack. And they only run for an hour at the best of times.
1: I can only presume, by the way, that Tony Wells is not aboard that car and that the, just the driver ID has not yes. been switched. Which, yeah, we and which quite now quite has quickly. been done
2: and James Littlejohn... Uh, no yes, it has yes. now been done and James Littlejohn is in the teeth.
1: So we'll wait for the next lap or so for this to actually work its way through. There is number three car that will eventually circle back round to be the race leader in the hands of Leonard Högenboom.
2: And you can actually see James Littlejohn um, just stalking him in the background um, on in the mid corner of Ascari as he exited uh, the Ascari Chicane around two seconds behind.
1: Which means that he has leapfrogged the Lannan car by dint of being 10 seconds quicker in the pit stop. And in fact, 14 seconds quicker in the pit stop was the car engineering cars. Absolutely. In fact,
2: that Lannan stop was pretty slow, wasn't it, in comparison to the the rest of the competitors. So I don't know if they've had some kind of driver change issue or a tyre change issue. um, But they've lost 10 seconds somewhere. The other thing is these guys operate from a loop time. So sometimes, if you don't judge the loop time quite correct, you can lose a, a bit of a chunk of time in the pit stop.
1: Look at his SPV car, and I think that car has circled round for third. You know, I think that car may well have come back round in third position. They've just emerged from the pits in the hands of Cummings, and it is in third sh- uh, third slot. So yep. that's a that's a remarkable turnaround. Ricardo Sanchez stayed out right to the end. Is now on the phone to his co-driver. But SPV done a great job of bringing the car back to the field. i
2: looking forward to this race, though. Two pro drivers and two types of LMP3 race car. Same tyres, but one second between them and an hour to run and uh, and go, guys. There's absolutely nothing to do apart from... See that bloke in front of you? Yeah, you'll go past him, please.
1: Yes, pass and win. Hergenboom from John Cummings, Tappy van Utert, another man to watch here. Eric Trullier. They are your top six as this has wound out after the required pit stops. Mean time in GT, 11th overall for Giacomo Pacini followed by Marco Chisci, Pacini the uh, the pole sitter, Andrea Pacini, Colin Brato coming round apologies, is an Olympic car, and Maurizio Mediani. There are some names to conjure to with. Holly Hancock uh, in sixth position with the way off the battle
2: Chiocci another car who lost around uh, ten seconds in the pit stop process I don't know how that's occurred but uh, yeah he's uh, he's costing a bit of time
1: 52 minutes remain and trouble for Duncan Tappy trouble for Duncan Tappy very soon after the pro driver got into the car now what was that? Did he fall or was he pushed? Goodness me! It looks like this is potentially going to be contact at the apex
2: of the parabola. It, it
1: was a th- that was a move for third position. Duncan Tappy on Andrew Cummings, and
2: he tried to sweep round the outside. He looked like, to be honest, he had the move done, and, uh, and he's
1: not going to get up there without assistance. Oh, needed, what a shame!
2: He needed to give him. He needed to give him a meter on the apex.
1: That was Duncan Tappy in perhaps just a little bit more than he needed to be. Uh, full course yellow will be coming in just 30 seconds time. Meantime, uh, Jörg van Utet, he takes advantage of the stumble caused by that Duncan Tappy move on the SPV car and he is the man that profits and moves up into third position. Keep an eye on this, 20.4 seconds, Jörg van Uttet back from the leader. Uh, James Dettlejohn is not letting Leonard Hürgenberg get away. It's just 1.3 seconds. Full
2: course yellow. Full course yellow. For the car 25 in the gravel. Um, But it's not not a case of unrest because some of these moments can be the biggest time losses in, in the entire race.
1: and from the very start there was drama, uh, the number eight car running wide, not being penalised for that later on, but uh, there was contact along th- the, the back of the field with Jerry Kraut's uh, early as the cars came through, mainly in pretty good order, uh, although the 71 car taking to the grass to avoid potential contact, but keep an eye at the back of the field here, Jerry Kraut and his cool racing car, turned around there uh, by I think the 32 car, United Autosports, after that pretty neat and tidy, uh, Mike Benham led the field away, uh, but in the pack behind, there was there was uh, well bungee-like uh, progress from the 20 and 21 cars, uh, and lots of close racing. Ligier versus Norma right down through the field. DKR, Graf, CD Sports, all in the mix. Graf racing, and there, Ligier being overtaken round the outside by one the DB Sport car, the 21 car, that would make its way to the very front of the field over the first hour and move away. But then trouble for the 65 car and the 79. The uh, Graf Racing and Cost Nielsen cars making contact. That would be the end of the race, effectively, for Passia. The restart after the safety car. The DKR car up the inside to take second position from Mike Benham, who would stick it out to the very end of his stint, stay in contact with the second place car, meantime the 30 and 39 Normas, further drama for the 30, caught himself out under braking, he was lucky to miss the Graf car, the 8 Kessel car, moved away uh, and would take the lead of the class and then drama immediately after the pit stop, seemingly the leader missing his pit stall and running the car out of fuel. Then just moments ago, in the attempt to get third place uh, Duncan Tappy, trying to go past Andrea Cummings, taking the 25 car off into the gravel. Well, number 77. That's the Kessel racing car with the older of the Pacini brothers, Andrea the luck of it, Duncan Tappy released from the gravel trap, and will rejoin. Cool course will likely be withdrawn, indeed 25 is rejoining, will be withdrawn once marshals and equipment are to a place of safety. There is Eduardo Freitas.
2: Yep, managing everything from his um, place in race control. Absolutely. And... um,
1: great to see kids and families here for this great access by the way for the european le mans series and trouble that trouble i'm afraid looks terminal for duncan tappy he's gone by the pits and then has pulled to a stop at pit exit so something's gone wrong again as he's gone by the pits
2: again i think it's just a case of when you've got that much gravel in the car continuing in the race is only going to damage things Um,
1: so that car though will be pretty simple to get to a place of safety Full course yellow will remain until that that happens
2: update on that dv autosport the number 21 it was
1: a loss of fuel unfortunately oh dear they will be kicking themselves and that is cruel isn't a- it and each other i'm afraid That's in that cruel. situation so that would look to be simply he missed the pit stop i think you called it absolutely correctly invest in some
2: neon lights for the lollipop
1: yeah might well find a rather brighter lollipop next time out and um, that will be of course at le mans for the two road le mans races that is going to be the next double header round for the michelin le mans cup There are the leaders important
2: times actually when you're as uh, matt Vaxavier. Relives his qualifying lap from earlier with Xavier Combe yep. uh, over the race. But uh, then, I,
1: then I did this, and then I did that, then and then I, I got that, pole position. I just closed my eyes and turned in. Can I have a pain? We'll all, all appear to just work out.
2: Yep. Um, you need to maximise the entries, obviously, within the bounds of sensibleness and safety. Maximise the entry of these full-course yellows. The speed under full-course yellow, which is essentially uh, the same... You're locked into a speed, right, so you're locked into a maximum kilometers per hour. Um, but a shorter distance is a shorter distance. A shorter distance uh, a set speed is a faster time. So you can actually gain and lose a really massive amount of time under full course yellow. And I think actually Boom's taken a bit out of James Littlejohn just by it. So you you stay on when, when you're doing this. You absolutely, it's not a case of, and full course yellow, and relax, have a bit of a drink, Chatham Engineer. Um, and it's gone green and this is when you really need you really need to be on it because and actually
1: james was pretty well on it there
2: yeah absolutely you need to get the car the the car's running third gear on the full on the full course yellow limiter you need to get him down to first to get going and then take the limiter off and all of that has to happen in the first stroke of the green flag
1: that was a very good restart indeed from james ever and that, that's a gap that was eked out has been eaten back up And he's got a good run here
2: he has got a good run down into the second chicane where we've seen so many moves done today what will James have to attack down into the second chicane boom defend the inside but uh, James make sure he has the um, make sure he has the optimum line in to the second chicane will now have to follow boom or Little John all the way through the Lesmos losing downforce and speed all the time the next opportunity for him will be down into the Ascara chicane, a little bit of traffic ahead with the 71 Ferrari I suspect that may prove very very critical to this little race Indeed. as we carry on into the into the 44 minutes remaining in the
1: stint Absolutely and behind them Jofeluce the has pulled back a little bit time, but it's a little bit of time. Gap now down to 19 seconds from 20 seconds. That's not going to be good enough in terms of a rate of closure.
2: To the toe again. Hugenboom just trying to try and find the toe of the 21 to almost sorry, find the toe of the 71 to almost neutralize the toe, but he's giving to Little John behind. He looks to be just losing a tiny little bit in a straight line, the Norma again. On straight line speed very very quick um, it, in general all weekend but it's become really apparent when we've watched them
1: look at the gap there when we've watched them
2: wheel to wheel the normal just eases out and I think little John in this phase of the race his only hope is that Hugen Boom will be balked by traffic at some point and he'll be able to make the move he was really switched on on the uh, on the full course yellow exit so um, Know, cr- credits him for that and, and made himself an opportunity but now he's gonna have to be quick and I'm not sure he's gonna have the legs we'll find out
1: well I'm still watching that gap behind and while that little what a battle at that stage was going on uh, Varizia has pulled out another couple of just like Alex is pointing out to him, a straight line speed through a speed trap a full seven and a half kilometers an hour advantage so who can do in the decal? Uh, Norma over the career uh Nielsen car.
2: Yeah. Even been following the 71. So perhaps corrupted data slightly. Let's see if he can make the move. Critical pass in traffic for the number three. he's Popped himself on the outside, but should be able to power past on his way down to Ascari 71. Very sensibly lets him through, uh, but that again will be one of those sigh of relief moments because he would have been able to see that 71 car coming up uh, for him to pass later in the stint and thinking oh no, I really hope he doesn't hold me up and give Little John a chance to pass.
1: The already troubled number 30 CD sport car we saw that car spinning into the Armco at turn one the first half of the race gets a drive-through penalty for crossing the white line at pit entry making that decision just a little too late There'll be a further delay for the 30 car, now done in 12th position, and that, looking at the other cars around it, will lose at least two places.
2: The FCY speeds under investigation. It's pretty standard practice these days, but we'll find out if anybody was uh, a little bit too fruity with the FCY limiter on the way in, on the way out of that full course yellow.
1: Rate of closure, by the way, for the third-placed R. L. Archon. the hands of Yvan Nerdt is beginning to increase. So James Littlejohn, not under pressure yet, but if this rate of closure continues for the 10 or 15 minutes, then he's going to be. He is definitely
2: catching him, isn't he? In he fact, is. both uh, Cummings behind, I, s- I think, is you know, he's dropping away slightly into the into the clutches of Trollier, but Nerdt is definitely is definitely catching up to to Littlejohn and Hoovenboom. Time to stretch his legs at the front a little bit.
1: Yep, Cummings there. Uh, seeds a brave two, Eric Truvier. He'll be trying to hang on in there till the end of this race. After great pit work and actually a great second half of his stint from Ricardo Sanchez, has uh, put them in a pretty strong position in the SPV racing team.
2: Loads of
1: European Le Mans Series competitors.
2: Dino and uh, is uh, very, very competent in an LMP3 car these days Christian England I remember from times of old jumped in the United Autosport 23 just set the fastest lap for that car and uh, making progress up to the back of the number 40 Graf uh, good to see some flow of drivers between these series and indeed across the Atlantic Colin Brown jumping in for his first stint in the number 32 United now he's got plenty of work to do unfortunately down in 18th place overall
1: that will be i'm sure colin's first race here um i don't think he's done very much in europe aside from a podium finish for rissi competizioni at le mans uh, a few years back but uh, good to see drivers of his caliber coming over here and it's a story in itself the number of drivers from north america choosing to come to both the mission le mans cup and to the european le mans series for a variety of reasons. You know, experiential. Why wouldn't you want to come and race at Spa, at Silverstone, at Monza, at uh, the Red Bull Ring. It's a cracking calendar for this series, and, of course, at the one. But uh, beyond that, the level of competition that they can get here, and in particular, the mixed-class competition, uh, is something at the moment not available to them in Europe in North the North American series.
2: Everywhere you race, and every car you race, gives you, teaches you something you can't fail but learn in the race planet There's, you know, we watch these guys pound away on the racetrack, but, you know, that's a, a very, very small part of their weekend. They're there, they're planning, they're scheming, they're talking to the engineers. I spotted the top three all got a clear lap that time round. I saw on the um, I saw on the timing uh, and scoring uh, screen we have here, and uh, all three set the best lap of the car. Boom 47.8, Little John, 48.5. Van at 47.6 so little John very much being caught in that little trio and falling away from Hoogenboom at the front this 4 seconds behind now having been on his gearbox just a few laps ago
1: this is looking good at the moment for the DKR engineering squad, tucked in behind that portion by the way is the race leader no sorry that's the 30 car, that's the CD sport car that we're, has just been in for its, stop, uh, its run through a penalty. Not the first time i have confused those two, I apologise. It's a quick lap again for Birkenboom into the 46ers this time. And he's pulling away. Yeah, new tyres on
2: the cars at the pit stop, of course, but, uh, but also full tank of fuel. It's pretty impressive to see the laps these guys are managing to drag out of the cars. Um, it, in these in these race conditions with traffic on track etc etc when you consider the qualifying performance
1: the next car to have to deal with the EP motors car we will come to a shot in a moment there there is Jürgen Uthert closing closing and the gap now to uh, James little John is down under 14 seconds courtesy once again of something like a, a second and a half taken out in the last lap and continues to make progress Little John is responding can he respond enough
2: we shall see he's not looked to have the speed immediately out of the box but as we always say catching is one thing parsons another and little john i've raced actually james little john myself in a in a radical um s three a long long time ago he's been around a long time yeah would have been would have been one of the things you terrified me and I would have thought on Absolutely. that on that, <laughs> <I> <laughs> that, day that we did together there are, there <laughs> are
1: very few uh, rules at uh, Delhi sports club by the way one thing is do not put the emergency weights in the car ever 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 don't I don't know <laughs> passengers nobody, nobody told me that it.
2: rule or gave me a brake pedal so <laughs>
1: Dramas on track, Dramas in the pit lane, a real team sport. The, well, the niche of motorsport that we love. Sports car racing as we get the number three car, coming to deal with the latest bit of traffic in the person of Solzhenetik in the race. The number 96 car running inside the top 20 at the moment. And on the goes on the 96 from number three, Leonhard Hergenboom now six seconds, the good from James Littlejohn who is beginning to respond to the pressure from the number 14 car behind. That was the number 20 car. orlini in the
2: DB Autosport. sport' done
1: damage to the rear. That's one of the legality panels that's gone. That is the 12th position car. And that will have to come down pit lane.
2: Yep, has to pit it's by regulation if it loses those legality panels to check and replace that piece of floor. Yeah. So that's unfortunate for those guys just dropped it a little bit. On the entry to Lesmo two, and bounced over the gravel trap. And to be honest, I wouldn't want to drag that around any longer than I had to
1: anyway. No, and not really very nice. If you lose it in front of somebody else, others here it he goes. Off he goes. to drivers left.
2: Looks like he got in a little bit deep and just uh, had yep. issues with the rear, afraid to turn the steering wheel.
1: And that's what dislodged the panel. So I hope it hangs on until the car gets down pit lane. We don't want that in the middle of the track or elsewhere.
2: Bounces over the grass. Unfortunate there, really. Yep. To, to lose that, but it is deep gravel on the exit of Lesmo two race on the track between the two Kessel racing uh, Ferraris that sit. Uh, sorry, it's the Kessel and the Spirit of Race Ferraris, is uh, it not? About
1: two of the Kessel. There's two or three Kessels. The, that's the 50 car of Ollie Hancock, I think, that sits in sixth position. Ollie pulling in some these the times at the moment that car, but he's a little way down. Uh, Still keeping an eye, by the way, on that gap for second position. Under 13 and a half seconds now, but critically, the is not catching the leader. This is the SPV car on one of the graph machines. So that is the 40 on the 44, Danielou uh, on Cummings, and that is a change for sixth position.
2: Yeah, and but James,
1: James Littlejohn
2: has had the hurry-up, hasn't he, at the front he of the has. field? Without Come on, down. mate, let's have some times out of you because... Um, it's all happening in the back track moving forward a little bit as well through this phase of the race chain That was yes a change for for fifth uh, position wasn't it
1: but also looking for that move Christian England now looking for a way around the 44 car And this is very well up the 23 car which means a good solid stint the start of the race a uh, bit of a oh, big twitch there by Cummings and visually England nearly run up the back uh, of him nice there nice
2: reactions there by Christian England because when you've put when you've committed to the throttle there it's hard to get out of it and now he's got half a chance of a run uh, around the outside of Curva Grande the 44 floats in the middle of the road slightly naughty leaves a door on the inside but not really Christian England decides not to take it and uh, sit but will he be able to drag up the inside of him into Lesmo yes, 1, he yes he's clearly up the inside and managed to leave Aracima out of the way and take the place.
1: Heads up from Crystal England, it was a little bit wild there from Cummings uh, as you realised he made the mistake, it's quite a big mistake but England's just too close behind him to take advantage, if anything had to take evasive action.
2: And a couple of metres further back and he'd be able to drive straight by him through Curva Grande but uh, he wasn't so he did a nice, uh, a nice recovery job and got the move done anyway. Little John puts in the fastest time for that car yet again he's managed to stabilise that gap a little bit back hasn't he, hasn't he to the RLR in losing, third place yeah
1: losing tenths rather than a second lap now two Graf Racing cars oh, sorry again I've misidentified the aero car my apologies that will be Matt Bell won't it for yeah. the car now well down as resulted by that issue earlier on for Jim Maguire but uh, this is Matt trying to unlap himself from the uh, Graf Racing Norma
2: Absolutely, important to get those laps back, you never know what can happen, and also just good traffic practice for Matt, down the inside, nice and clean into
1: the first corner. That is the fourth place car, by the way, which is a mark of how quickly Matt Bell is now going, albeit he is way, way down the order, some three laps off, the lead. but uh, like you say, in laps, practice
2: is good laps practice. Following the three, and every single one of these moves will have to be calculated now when you've got this kind of gap and no stops left to do and calculate he does down to the Parabolica just waits behind the traffic to make sure that he doesn't have a similar issue to the one Duncan Tappy had there's absolutely no point in getting impatient in his position. No,
1: there's Um, room, there's time, there's space Make sure the man ahead has seen you. Make sure he understands what you're doing.
2: But it's, it's so easy to follow a GT car for a corner and think, I've lost all seven seconds. I must have done. This is so slow. <laughs> I, I simply must get past him into the next apex when actually you've lost half a second and it's really not a drama. So you really have to um, you learn that one the hard way, unfortunately.
1: Can I remind you of that or the next one happens? No, i probably better not. Yeah, <laughs> you, uh, don't remind racing drivers of what they've said for the new young listeners. <laughs> believe me.
0: <laughs> the, I more I I the, really report,
1: the more experienced a reporter you know, the more you know to step back. I'm all ears. <laughs> <I'm laughs> <is>. Educate me. <laughs> for Brookspeed car, Big luck up there. And uh, that was a car that was in trouble during qualifying, but, <laughs> but was go on day. Uh, now having a good steady run into the top 20 now for that car. You're good to see what speed getting a solid run 39 norma goes in very deep there and that is going to give the 24 car the cool car, car opportunity on that outside run around curva grande moves the outside though the Mickey, trick easily for him and you can see just
2: a little bit of extra speed that the norma has just pulling that Tiny Carlang but he has managed to get it down the inside Bumpy down the inside there but he He leaves him wide into the first apex
1: That is a change for fourth position Anthony Borga, Anthony Borga ahead of Eric yeah.
2: Looks like the the 39 as you said too just uh, went far too deep He actually got off the brake way too much into the first apex Again
1: was nearly collected on the apex there And Borga
2: just sweeps through the second apex gave himself a lovely run onto the uh, Curva Grande to, to get that move done but even then, it, even then he wasn't able to even then he wasn't able to drive clean by the Norma nope. no, so Dave. it's uh, interesting stuff
1: Cool run from Cool Racing at the moment and uh, over 30 seconds off the podium battle but oh, big drama there for uh, one of the graph racing cars. That is the 23 car on the 40. This is for sixth position. That should be enough, an and will be, for Christian England to get yet another place here. Yeah. So nice. that's a run towards the front from Christian at the moment. Nice late braking
2: maneuver down. Gets a bit of a swapper on through the final apex of the Ascari
1: chicane as he tries to miss the curb. And he's only three and a half seconds back, by the way, from the 39 normal. We saw that little stumble. So there's other potential progress to come for Christian
2: here. Yeah, Christian England's been making progress. Low forty-eight, which is not too far away from what the leaders are doing, especially the losers that are in the Ligier um, Along with him, 23, defends from... Uh, uh, sorry, 23 now escapes from the uh, 40 as he heads off after Trollet for 5th uh, place, which he should be able to get pretty easily. Um... And indeed uh, and indeed potentially Borja um, he could make it to the back of if he has the pace to do so and then the gap is just a little bit bigger to the top three lovely drive from Christian mate
1: it is yeah it's a very united autosports sports drive if you don't saying so it's that spot the opportunity get onto the back of the, the, uh, the man ahead and just take the opportunity and drive a little bit, bit away again Sandwich now between two of the graph racing cars it's the norma ahead Troye, danielu behind now in the 40. 23 is the man looking likely to make some progress meantime by the way uh, a little bit further down the order and um, outside the top 10 that troubled number 30 another of the normas um, the fastest lap of the race goes to the number 30 in the hands of is it I think it's, you know who I, I think it might be a 46-2, that that is a quick lap time lap 45 27 minutes to go uh, not going to be a lot to be gained there his next target is actually the GT leader Giacomo Puccini just outside the overall top 10. but
2: even for these pro guys to to deliver those laps in the middle of the race yes they're potentially out of contention because of the situation of the race they're in but they're still really important laps for those guys the averages you know the performances of these guys are analyzed by all the teams at the end of the races and they know what they did, even if, Absolutely. you know, they don't have a trophy in their hand at the end of the day.
1: Yep, the own personal targets being set. And that, of course, I'm sure you'll tell me, is, is judged by the relative strength of your gentleman drive in this kind of uh, situation. Uh, meanwhile, Christian England has closed that gap, gap very rapidly indeed, partly because of his own pace, partly because Trullier is losing pace here. He's on it, isn't he? he Cristiano
2: is. Englandini, as he's known.
1: In the,
2: uh, well, by, as he's known by me, <laughs> um, he's, um, he's got a cool head on him, Christian. He and, has indeed. Uh, and he, he really he held it together under some really big pressure in 16 uh, to, to win the championship with us. And he's about to make a lovely move here, I suspect, on Troyan, I might commentator curse him. That would be my <laughs> first one ever. But let's hope I'll not. let you do that one. <laughs> it wouldn't be my first. Fl- flashes the lights. As he heads down to the Ascari chicane. I'm right on that when you flash the lights
1: at the driver ahead, that immediately makes them break and pull over.
2: Exactly. I never I've never really flashed that's lights a, not in a prototype.
1: prototype. <laughs> it's not the Sunday papers us. <laughs> that's, that's for another sort of show. That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, here not, he comes. Here he comes up the inside. Another textbook move. Beautiful stuff. Meanwhile, some pit stops are under res- investigation. It's the number 20 car. Uh, that car is a little bit way down now, and is actually, uh, I think, in, in terminal trouble. 39, the car we've just seen seed, uh, 5th uh, place to Christian England. And the 44, another car right up there in 8th position. So, in significant position some of those cars. We'll keep an eye on that. My, my view on the, the whole flashing thing is,
2: if he's not seen you in a in a great big red and blue prototype, then a little dinky flashy lights not going to change much, is it? No. So it's only going to it's only going to annoy him. He's decided he's not going to let you through. Yeah. So I'm uh, going to
1: write that down the things to remind Alex next time it happens. <laughs> 25 <laughs> minutes remain. Younabulgenberg now. 11 seconds to good. The gap to. Uh Jörg van Uttet is still closing, it's now 11 and a half seconds it is and he's ever flowing a bit, James John does seem to be able to react I suspect when he's got clear air in front of him, yeah. so Jörg van Uttet is still closing he is beginning to run out of time here. Hergenden has been incredibly
2: consistent in the front, I've not seen one lap out of the 47s from him, he's be been the 46s on a quick one and then 40, low 47s but he's never strayed into the 48s distance, whereas all of his pursuers have been jumping occasionally into the 48 on the messy one
1: of course that will be including traffic so it's been very very uh, good indeed we're going to get some dramas here, it's number 44 and that car that uh, we just said was under investigation for pit stops, it's going to be a little bit worse uh, news for them Cummings in trouble and turn 4
2: looks to be turn 4 I don't yeah. know whether he's got a boot full of what throttle in here. the middle or taken the left hand curve. looks like he might have grabbed a boot of throttle in the middle and pointed it straight into the outside wall well preventing the direction change
1: yeah that has helped Dino Lonardi in the number 98 Mudsport 98 car and uh, up into ninth position and that's going to drop the SPV car right down the order and uh, swap over there between the two or two rather the three Rough racing cars 40 now ahead of 39 that is for sixth position one right. yellow ahead of years. might take them a minute to get rid of the Cummings
2: out of that outside uh, gravel trap and it's really really close to the track there and um, a lot of cars having kind of jumps and balance issues over that curb so i'm but not
1: sure the critical thing here is how can they recover that car is there a place of safety within reasonable reach there there is. Is. And, there there's there's are. and
2: there's yes well, it's double-weight yellows, so everyone will be heeding those, but it is...
1: Uh, I think that was one of those decisions that Ovala uh, Freeders would say was on the edge.
2: Respect to the well, man who is hooking that car up Christian England moment.
1: has been making some progress up the field. Charlie George has made her way down to the United Autosports garage, mm-hmm. and he's going to speak to his teammate Richard Means right now.
0: So Richard, how did you enjoy your stint around this fantastic Monza circuit?
1: Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it today. Uh, we didn't have a great qualifying and I was a bit disappointed but uh, no, I had a lot of fun, we, the, the race went really well, I avoided the first corner trouble which was uh, bad and then I just had to do a lot of work but we overtook a lot of cars and I think I'd finish out in 10 because now Christian's doing a good job so no, brilliant.
0: Absolutely, Christian's having a great run through, you guys are a new pairing for this year aren't you? You two a new pairing for this
1: year. How are you settling together? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, Last year I was with Sean Lynn. Unfortunately, he couldn't do it this year, so Christian came on board. And so far we're doing okay. We are a bit unlucky in the last race. We had a puncher. But, uh, no, it's going really well. Better luck for this one. Thank you. Okay. Well, I don't know about you, um, I think that's a gentleman driver really
2: enjoying his year. Absolutely. And we're talking to what we like to see. And he's right, Christian is doing a good job, came in, and so did he. Um, kept his nose clean, came in in 10th place, and that's what happens in this kind of race when you uh, manage to keep the car out of dramas and uh, and deliver a nice, fresh race car to your teammate so he can move forward. Well, remarkably,
1: uh, Andrew Cummings rejoins and let's the hope race. Andre- <gasps> Cummings. Oh, there's a lot of gravel coming. Oh dear uh, we will me! There's five
2: drivers left. We will have gravel on track. Exiting T5 drivers left. Mm-hmm. And I believe that was. Christian who it got the Christian. squeeze that,
1: that wasn't the smartest uh, line to take out that incident was it? he may not have been able no. to actually control it quite Not to I uh, wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't further damage to that car But Christian yeah that will have delayed him just slightly because he is now closing in and closing in quite quickly on Fourth position. It's been a great run for Christian England. Absolutely great run. He is closing in on Anthony
2: Borja in the Cool Racing 24 um, and some re- we've seen some really he- heads-up driving from him, haven't we? Um, to keep to keep the car out of trouble, but nobody's touching this man. Um, who can do him in the DKR. 11 seconds on James Littlejohn now.
1: Yeah, and uh, James Littlejohn, by the way, is the managing to fend off the attentions of Yevanutet. That gap is not coming down as quickly as it once was. In fact, last him around just by about a tenth of a second. That will not be good enough with just 20 minutes left to run in this race. Ebi Motors
2: managed to stop the rot a little bit um, finding that car in, in third place and uh, yeah they are under a little bit of pressure six seconds behind with Puccini but I think they are hanging in there there was a period of the race where it looked like they were going to drop from that um, pole qualifying position that they held all the way through the field but um, yeah, still, still in the hunt for a podium finish
1: um, the B 88 M Sport, this is here, Bernadette, the second car that may well rejoin the championship at some point, uh, Ross Warburton, had an injured shoulder, didn't want to risk that in the run up to the Mans races, should rejoin the championship when that's healed with Alex Kapadia, and that was close. That was close, Bernadette is pushing as hard as he possibly can, but at the moments, unless there's dramas for the car ahead, to get two more drive through penalties, it's the 20 car again in trouble, and the 22, the 22, the 20 car way
2: way down now. So it's the 22, Matt Bell, unfortunately, uh, yeah. in the United Autosports.
1: Um, Ligier, Matt put in some good times. That will be bad news for him. He will be grumpy. I think it's fair to say. Potentially
2: slightly, yes, but it's right. Well, they'll get him a, they'll get him a Fredo and a will and be fine. He's a good lad, Matt. Yeah. Uh, so Freddie will do the trick. Freddie will do the trick. Yeah. Fredo Fredo. The trick, I'll yeah. keep a pocket for it's a I'll oh, Ch- uh, Charlotte, the press uh, secretary from United Autosports, has more than a pocketful of bread Does she? if Matt Bell, gets grumpy.
1: But um, it sounds like that's a regular part of it. So the 44 car, by the way, things uh, like the sum total of damage to the car, certainly visually, is a dislodged. Headlamp cover. Yeah, not phased, still flat out. Absolutely. James Littlejohn, meanwhile, is still holding that gap to about 12 and a half seconds to on it yet I suspect he's wondering who he put that gravel all over turn four. Absolutely.
2: And into the, down <laughs> into the again.
1: Keeping an eye, too, on Christian England's uh, progress. Stalled slightly although pushing hard is taking tenth out of the car ahead. It may not be quick enough. Needs a bit of a a leap forward, a couple of three seconds out of that to, for that to become a real world battle. Watch a bit of a super slow-mo of Buski attack And then James Littlejohn. And then of course the leading car in the la- the hands of Jenhard Boom.
2: Car number
1: three, isn't it? it is. Championship winners last year, of course, DKR, two of the, the two men there that uh, won the championship here have graduated to the LMS and they found Jens Petzer long-time gentleman driver, and this young man who I think is pretty special. We've got two or three guys in this championship that uh has to be said, I think they've got great futures ahead of them in sports car racing and this man is certainly one of them.
2: Managing curbs and bumps beautifully, that car. And you can see it headed down into the second chicane, the rear didn't jump too much, the front didn't bounce into the apex and they look like they've got it really nicely sorted out. Foot,
1: it's the four foot speed car and the twenty-two of Matt Bell. will have to be serving a drive through I think it's just done it actually. Yes, he has. He's been through and back out into the race again.
2: Through traffic, aren't they, Paul Hart and Christian England, at the moment? 15 minutes to go in the race. Let's see. 22 of Matt Bell
1: has a little bit of a look. Not an opportunity there. Past the very good-looking livery on the Brookspeed car, based in Southampton, Eastleigh, uh, Southampton in the south of England. Have been around for a long time. Brookspeed used to race GT1 Vipers back in the day. Went on to win the British GT Championship with another Fiverr, GT3 Fiverr in this instance. Have a look at the Le Mans, the um, PC, the uh, Formula One cars, but uh, more recently been campaigning uh, Porsche Caymans in 24-hour racing around the world, including uh, the, not 24 hours, but uh, Bathurst 12-hour. And uh, that car passed by United Autosports, who campaigning seven prototype race cars here this weekend. Three here in the Michelin the Mans Cup and a pair of other Ligiers in the LMS and of course a pair of Ligier P2 cars alongside that, an extraordinary effort one that you've been part of previously
2: Alex? Shout out to the daily sports car boys who pointed out that uh, United Autosport could be considered a class of their own <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, in an actual uh, a class of the race So many the, so many of the entries in uh, the uh, in the European Le Mans Series, there's, there are more United Autosports
1: cars in in the race than there are in there are gtes That's staggering, isn't it? It's um, a, a, an extraordinary effort from the whole team, and uh, Richard Dean and zach Brown, of course, the co-owners there. Richard, very much the man who makes it all tick, but uh, some of the boys and girls behind that effort really have grown with that team. You mentioned actually some of the on the song heroes, Charlotte Lumley, the uh, co-coordinations, co- uh, you know, co- uh, coordinator and um, well basically does everything doesn't she other than drive the cars. I try to grow with the team, I'm still five foot seven. <laughs> Fourteen minutes remain <laughs> we've got Castle Racing here with a number eight car looking very strong indeed. Marco Cioci, about 24 seconds back with Colin Brown from United Auto Sports between the two leading Ferraris Piccani is being caught though by the elder of the Puccini brothers four seconds back it's uh, not closing quickly enough the 40 Graf
2: is also on the move behind Christian Englund made its again. way past the, uh, the Graf Norma yep. one, one of each, haven't they, in the Norma garage this weekend, but uh, Christian England is four seconds back now. And Christian England, although closing on Anthony Walker in the cool racing, it will also is it, in a three-way scrap. There, he yep. needs to he needs to keep his eyes probably out of his mirrors, if the truth be told, Absolutely. and focus forward. But um, they may end up on his on his gearbox, and this is that fight. Then um, mm-hmm. you can see Christian England in, in the background.
1: Yep, with Danielo closing again here. So okay, he's um, been by the number 40 car but uh, maybe with a bit of traffic. Maybe that push that in the middle of this stint from Christian has taken a little bit out the Michelin's. He's got traffic ahead and a graft car behind as 20 car again uh, has a bit of a wide moment. 44 car meanwhile
2: continues its way straight through the
1: well he's been straight on one side of it you might as, as well do straight Chupain. on the other side
2: it's better that side isn't it? yes Pain, so. uh,
1: but the quickest lap of its race to the 40 car means that that gap is beginning to close what's and happened to Christian England Christian
2: England's dropped has stopped so uh, our time th- is might just be a glitch we'll Last.
1: just keep an eye on that that might be a glitch I've not seen we anything saw the on
2: the screens, but I, ca- I can't see him moving, I can't see him stopped.
1: We'll keep it on that. On occasion, the timing screens can throw us a bit of a googly. hope not, because it's been an impressive run from him. James John, meanwhile, the gap to Manita. Now, around 10 seconds, it's closing, but not quickly enough. has happened he has continued to drop down the order absolutely Christian England let's try to find him
2: on I do the other flags anywhere 23 not obviously not obviously stopped on track let's just hope for their sake no one's picked up, the but um, for their sake the
1: bad news is he's dropping down the order on timing. That is, oh that was wild, uh, that was wild, that was the 77 car, that is Castle Num- Racing. And the number 40
2: up the inside.
1: And that is Andrea Ruff. Puccini working hard to yeah. try to catch Makani, who's now three and a half seconds ahead. Just trying to pick up anywhere in sight of the Gulf Marine liveried united office let car. Christian. my concern is that he is dropping down the order and that's not the way we would normally see a timing glitch operates continues to sink through the order 10 minutes remain it's been a engaging unless battle. it's a
2: transponder issue as opposed to a timing issue possible because if he wouldn't then he would stop wouldn't he as as far as the the system was concerned because all of our all of our uh, track mapping works off the timing as well. So.
1: But, uh, oh, I don't managed to spot him on any of the other no. additional monitors we've got access to here. That would be a real shame. So where we stand on timing at the moment, that's the best we can do with this is Boom now 14.8 seconds clear. James John, has done a good job of kind of keeping that relatively stable of late.
2: Yeah, he's managed to hold on, hasn't he? Just to second place. Although he's still pursued by Van Ert, What Um, we
1: can't see, I'm being told that Christian England is in the pits. Oh, that's a shame. Engine cover is off.
2: So they've had an issue then. Really unfortunate for the United boys, really unfortunate. Yep,
1: that's a real shame. A great run for that team.
2: Promoting Van Ert. Promoting... um, Excuse me, no, the two graph cars into fifth and sixth places. Borja in fourth in the cool racing.
1: Just watching for work we might see in the final nine minutes of this.
2: Colin Brown's made good progress through the field, starting off very far uh, away in the in the number thirty two United Autosports entry. Matt found his way up to tenth green sectors all the way at the, the back end of the top ten yeah, in it's
1: that car. It's an interesting well, reverse of fortune from this race last year where it was the Ikurikos Junction yeah. Racing Group, different crew last, last year in that car and won the race ahead of the big R there. Uh, this time it's the other way around and that gap is now going out again, 16 seconds. at is catching but is running out of time. Yes, the key is James Littlejohn can run reliably and reasonably quickly. He's got enough in the tank we know to fend this off.
2: More than a second though, last yeah. on that last lap. Oh. And it uh, is closing him down. And I do wonder, how many more He's eight seconds back?
1: Once that gets visual, it could be a big plus for one man. Yes. And a big minus for another. Is what it, point do you go defensive? If it
2: ebbs and flows, but it's still still a reasonable distance we're not at that we're not at that stage yet he'd have to do something pretty spectacular to catch him i suspect 7.8
1: seconds and this one of those men we saw last time around was capable of spectacular a but heavy th- a heavy balk in traffic would put him right in a. hike. yep
2: so let's see if that is something that happens through the uh, the final phases of this race kessel racing uh, holding a uh, pretty convincing lead in GT3.
1: Here's the From battle for third in GT, and this is EB Motors being closed in by Andrea Puccini, but as a result of that almost side-by-side contact, uh, drive- uh, Andrea Puccini's j- uh, standards are under investigation, and indeed he gets a drive-through penalty as a result of that. Loss of power and being told the press room by my colleague Stephen Kilby. This is the incident. I'm sure that that's that's exactly right. Yeah, the pass had been made, hadn't it? And that's, yeah, uh, that bit was a, a little unnecessary.
2: Yeah, and also d- too defensive, really, from a from a car in a in a different class. You just leave the door open, break slightly early, and get your exit.
1: Now, no need for all that. What you said less than a lap ago was that it wouldn't take much for that gap to come down considering the second place it's just had a chunk taken out of it nearly two seconds indeed 6.2 seconds five six minutes to go uh van Utert could do this he could i don't
2: we've got some could that be tires? three four laps remaining could well be tyres at this phase of the race is tough on a set of lmp3 tyre uh, on a you know a set of lmp3 tyres a stint um that said you would tend to run two two drivers on two drivers on the center tires in a European Le Mans series race but it, everything's relative isn't it, it is. it's uh, you know do I have bad tire do I have worn tires well no not in comparison to someone on very warm tires but <laughs> <laughs> that's the, it's it's a case of potentially yes a little bit of tires maybe a little bit of traffic James has been slightly more cautious I would say through the traffic Definitely than Hugenboom and potentially than Van Utert as well. Um, so let's see if, uh, I mean, obviously Van Utturk will be taking uh, perhaps a little bit more risk in passing um, the, the oncoming traffic than uh, the normal, as he knows he's in a fight.
1: And Puccini looking aggressive, I think it's fair to say. I think he's just been told on the phone that there's going to be a drive through penalty somewhat
2: enthusiastic exit from turn two, that's for yes. sure. Yes,
1: spirited, I think we saw that. Uh, 5.6 seconds, by the way, now is the gap, second to third. It is still coming down. How quickly could it come down? It's a 148 one last time through from James Littlejohn and 147.5. so a half a second out. That's not going to be good enough for Jörg van he We've got to find another chunk of time if this is going to be on for the change. This should not really be a battle for position between the Upimotors Porsche and Puccini. I think he's going to try and put as much pressure as he visually can on the Porsche. hope he can force some kind of error that might in some way balance out the inevitable drive down pit lane he's got to take. At the moment, it's very good for the Porsche to be on the podium.
2: Absolutely. But, uh, you know, if you were if you were Pacini's engineer you would say why would I start racing with why would I start racing with a car and potentially lose bodywork positions time why would I not just box take my drive through and, <laughs> uh, and drop straight out of and drop straight out of the, the traffic there um, so I suspect that's what will happen
1: watching for where we may see any further progress there the car I'm watching is the number 30 CD Sport car yeah. It's just seven seconds back, that we're running out of time, it's three minutes and 20 seconds. Here comes the 77 to take that try through. That is pressure off 3B Motors. Maurizio Mediani is not close enough to it to take advantage here. It should be 25-second run through the pit lane, but you're not losing 25 seconds, of course, because you're still moving forward. Helping at reduced rates, five seconds is the gap now between the second and third place cars overall. This is the leader, nearly 19 seconds to the good, Bergen
2: Down in sector one, a little bit of a wiggle, made right to exit, he heads again through Granite, making his way through the traffic of Green
1: middle sector that time, eight tenths
2: on that lap, 4.7 seconds. He is missing. it's has
1: got two laps to do it though and it's not going to be enough unless dramas, what am I saying, unless dramas before somebody ahead of him. How many times have we seen this in a endurance race in the dying moments?
2: Absolutely. I asked an engineer once why that was. Why the cars break at the start and the end? And he said that either it's a manufacturing well either it's a design problem and it's wrong from the start or it's a manufacturing problem and then everything at the end of a race is at the end of life
1: Have you notice when you ask an engineer something it's never an engineering problem
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly which I thought was actually a very sensible answer to a very silly question but
1: there's never <laughs> <laughs> I do like asking racing engineers questions because they do come up with a completely different way of thinking about things Very refreshing indeed, 18.7 seconds to the good, a minute and a half to go and the lead car is about to come through to start what will be the last lap of this two hour race here at Monza, second round of the Michelin Le Mans Cup for 2018, this is number 77 car. Did lose a position to Maritio Mediani now trying to fight it fight back to get it get it back. Well he's come
2: back out from his drive through right behind Mediani. Mediani and now is in the position to take that fourth place back on the final lap. So a race has been manufactured for us and down into the first chicane Inside line is blocked then by the fifty-one. And 51's gonna go a little bit deep, manages to get it stopped, but the 77 has a much better run, I think, out of the second part of the chicane. Yes, he does, through Curva Grande. Guessing game begins, round the inside, down the inside, says the 51, and then floats across the racetrack to defend the inside again into the De La
1: Roger chicane two giants of gt racing with ferrari's spirit of race and af course, and kessel racing and puccini's mediani. got down the inside he's got down the oh, inside and, and, he's got, and he's caught the rear unbelievable unbelievable and he's just crowded him straight to the inside line lucky not to find the wall there actually that was strong stuff from both drivers maritzu mediani um, a very old hand indeed in both gt and prototype racing and uh, Andrea Pacini, older still in terms of the successes he's had at the, re- the wheels of all sorts of GT machinery. So he wouldn't have been pleased with that.
2: And I think Pacini will feel like he deserved
1: a little bit more space there. I tend to agree with him. Bonita, by the way, has closed about three and a half seconds back in the final lap. But it's going to be too late. Here comes through the winning car, the D-car engineering car of Leonard Hülgen- Hülgenboom. Jens Pettersen, as Jens getting congratulations of the team and another good result for the little team from Luxembourg
2: surgical he drove that really Absolutely. nicely
1: and still scything through that gap uh, that will be a very pumped up Andrea Pacini following and that incident will be investigated after the race it's more than solid wasn't it here comes the number eight car this is the leading car with his brother Giacomo in the similarly, similarly colored Castle car the number eight car will be coming through to win GT and will do so 21 seconds ahead of Marco Ciocci in the 71 AF Corsa Ferrari
2: nice job made the jump at the start and then just kept the position van Ute just two seconds behind Little John across the line
1: that was a good defensive drive from Little John, under some pressure, but it charged, charged hard, it wasn't quite enough this time, but another podium finish for the Young Dutchman, with John Ferrano. Yeah,
2: DKR Engineering converted the pace to other Normas around them had difficult races under... Two incidents, one on track,
1: one in the pit lane that were not not what they were hoping for at all. And looking at the, the times through that race the, the, the two quickest cars uh, in terms of sector times were the C D Sports Norma, the number thirty car, had troubles the twenty one D B autosport car threw it away, I'm afraid. Yes. No easy way to say it, they yeah. threw that race away. They really they really did. Same thing
2: i'm afraid could be said to a degree for for Lannan. these things happen on, on the racetrack no. but uh, a little bit of patience when there's a lot of amateur drivers and a lot of drivers of different ability on track can go can go a very long way um
1: i'm sure duncan Tappy will be gutted about that and he would be gutted for two reasons one is the result of the contact but more than that the he potential feel that he had. And he will feel he's let down his, 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 uh, his, ge- his gentleman driver there. Mike Benham put in a fantastic run. Yes. And uh, the the whole team I'm sure will be gutted about that. It's That's probably one I'll take a step back from uh, and wait the adrenaline has gone down because I'm sure Duncan will be actually quite upset uh, with the outcome there.
2: Yeah, Knowing him, a sensible head for, I mean, you've got to give Dunk credit it's a sensible head for most of if not all of the other performances i've ever seen him do but that one uh, not laying in completely at his door by any stretch of the imagination the the 44 had the option to get out of it but uh, i think
1: it was for position
2: it was for position and he could have he could have given him potentially a little bit more space space on the apex to to do his thing
1: well there we go it's another win for d car engineering in the michelin le mans cup in the gt sorry lmp3 era of this championship they're becoming something of a dominant force finding the opportunities not just to take the wins but also to find the talent and to find the crews they can put together to go for championship winning form it is a second consecutive win for this debuting crew
2: lovely drive by hoogenboom very good through the traffic and they will take some lead now, won't they? With oh, yeah. Alexander, Alastair McCaig and Colin Noble uh, having a very difficult race to 23rd position. Uh, they'll take some kind of lead in the championship. It will
1: mean the other uh, Acura Acosta car. that finished second uh, today. In there's two podiums on the trot for the combination of James Littlejohn and uh, Anthony Wells, Tony Wells. They'll go second in this championship, so another good result from the courier Cross nielsen another good result too from the RRM Sport team, another team that is coming forward in the LMP3 code. So, home comes the number eight car after a dominant run there. Heads up stuff from the team, Jack and the Puccini just brought the car home.
2: Tidy races in this kind of, in this kind of event, a tidy race is what you need. And both of the dominant chassis in the race, as soon as one of the teams had a race without issues, they were absolutely
0: gone.
1: Well, a dominant win again from DKR Engineering. Leonard Hürgenboom brought the car home. It was Jens Peterson that uh, drove the first stint. Both of those very happy men down in pit lane with Charlie George.
0: Well, Leonardo, a fantastic run for you to the end and another win for DKR. How happy are you? Yes, we are both really, really happy now again. We had uh, only
2: one Fucogello, and then number two was in the back of me, and then a uh, green was a little bit fight, but after that, I make a gap a little bigger, bigger, and we were really happy with it, and the car was also good. And Jens also a really good start. He started from P5, and he was at the moment P2, and I jump in the car, and then...
0: Yeah, and then P1, Hulia Jens, I imagining you enjoyed that too. Yeah, that was a good race, a uh, perfect weekend with DKR, And they gave us a very good car, and I'm totally satisfied. We had problems, like everyone, with red flags in, in uh, qualifying. So uh, my best lap was canceled, or I ran into a red flag. So we were only on P5 then. But yeah, with some
2: work, um, went up to P2 and could finish on p2 my yeah and the rest did leonard and yeah we are totally satisfied now we are really happy
0: congratulations thank, thank you, you. Uh,
1: jens pettersen there been around sports car racing for a long time in gt machinery and other prototype machinery he's found a sweet spot i think so let's wait and see what uh, happens the rest of the season let's go down again though to pit lane where charlie george is with the gt winners
0: Well Sergio, there's a big smile on your face. I wonder why. Another win for you guys. Ah, It's a great day, fantastic. Rather super. And Giacomo, how is it to race this fantastic circuit and to win here? Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, fantastic circuit, an amazing team, and great teammates, especially a big friend. And as usual, you always do the the most of the part, so I just had to control at the end, but the car was amazing, and uh, yeah, it's fantastic. fantastic. Well done.
1: Well, it's been two hours of action here at Monza in Italy, uh, and from the very start it got very close indeed. The always tricky Turn 1 and 2 complex saw contact at the rear of the pack. Watch for the black and blue car in the second part of this complex as the 71 car takes avoiding action in the middle. And just here the 9 car turned around uh, for a fine recovery drive from them, saw them uh, finished well up the field in the top 10. There was trouble though for the Akurekos Nielsen 79 and the 65 Graf cars. One car out, the Graf car, the Akurekos Nielsen machine finishing way down the order as a result of that contact. Dramas for a number of cars including repeatedly the number 30 CD Sports Norma. Here just a uh, miscalculation under braking dramas as well for the once dominant number 21 car missed its pit stall ran out of fuel and as it rejoined the race could not make it back round to the pits that left the number three d car engineering car to have a dominant run it's uh, yet another normal in trouble as duncan tappy uh, tagged the number 44 spv car later troubles for that car going into the wall but finishing the race uh, duncan tappy out of the race as a result of that contact. Behind was drama for one of the Graf Ligiers, Andrea Pacini, blocking I'm afraid and being punished for that. That cost uh, the number 77 Kessel car a potential podium position and there's later a little bit of afters between the 77 and the 51 Ferraris uh, as the elder Pacini brother battled to uh, find a place again. C- home though for a second consecutive win in the championship, Jens Pettersen Leonard Hürgenboom, the other Kessel Ferrari with the uh, younger of the Puccini brothers Giacomo and uh, Sergio Pian- Pianzola uh, are also a second time winner in round two of the Michelin Le Mans Cup uh, t- well, two double winners at the start of this championship will it continue like that well we're going to have to wait and see what happens next month when we get to the Le Mans 24 Hours and the two Road to Le Mans 55-minute races, nice. how did you find that one, Alex Brundle?
2: Absolutely, very, very interesting and a very, very different race, isn't it? The the Road to Le Mans event—you're at this absolutely giant event that is the 24 Hours of Le Mans, and uh, the circuit will be new to almost all of the drivers. It's the idea of the Road to Le Mans event—is that you know get these guys out there at the Le Mans 24 Hours. So that's the big one for them.
1: Well, to the podium comes the uh, RLRM sport crew, Joam van Uthet, still smiling broadly. He'll want wanted to do slightly better. John Ferrano, the Canadian driver, started that race. Second position, we're going to see for the second time in uh, consecutive races, Tony Wells there. First onto the podium, James Littlejohn, uh, the man who finished the race and fended off the young Dutchman. Great results from the number two crew. But the winners of the race here at Monza against Pettersen Leonard Hugenboom again double winners consolidate their lead at the head of the championship the second place crew here will become the second place crew in the championship
2: and they look more than satisfied don't they
1: And once again, the tones of the Luxembourg National Anthem come out, I just do wonder, down through the history of motorsports and the proportion of the number of times that's been heard, how many times it's happened here with DKR Engineering dominant last year, and again looking at that this year. But we've got two teams either side of them, Alex Brundle, that really are beginning to show some form. The Ikarikos Nielsen Racing Team, you know very well, you've raced for them in Radicals, and the RRM Sport Team uh, both of these teams from the UK beginning to show that they too understand this part of the sport very well indeed. Yeah,
2: solid races from both teams. I think the RLR car perhaps showed actually even slightly more pace than the Ecurie across a nice defensive drive from Tony Wells and James Littlejohn to, uh, to keep that second place which looked like it was under threat. Let's be honest, didn't it? But for most of the race, kept their heads together and uh and got the job done but they'll go back later on tonight talk to their engineers and wonder why they were under so much pressure for that podium position
1: absolutely right it's about the teamwork it's about attack it's about defense it's about good work in the pits and they will take a look at all those figures and figure out where the difference came between the 22 seconds between first and third and more to the point the three seconds between second and third who's to bet that by the time we get to the end of the season we won't see all three of these crews being us to the top step of a podium uh, it's been a great race for all three of those without a shadow of a doubt it was a pretty troubled race for many of the crews behind them alex
2: absolutely it's it's the nature isn't it of the beast in uh, in this level of motorsport that there are going to be mistakes made that's how you learn and uh, there were there were mistakes made on, on track and then some some little errors in the pits and those things do cost you because uh, there aren't a lot of second chances especially with things like missing pit boxes or dropping cars into the gravel but that's why this, this championship exists
1: there you go, that is the final result 62 laps in the two hours available for the DKR Engineering 3 Norma the Courier-Cost Nielsen's number 2 car 20 seconds back or but uh, the odd 100th RLRM Sports 14 a further couple of seconds back in the GT battle it was the number eight Kessel racing car almost made it into the top ten overall Giacomo Pacini was being caught but not caught quickly enough by the air of course in that number 71 Ferrari of Marco Chiocci in the car at the end the EV Motors car that's at pole position managed to come through and that is the crew for the EV Motors uh, team uh, onto the third step of the podium uh, that is Alessandro Baccani and Paolo Venerosi Uh, in the number 71 car second overall that is Marco uh, Cioci and the uh, the grandfather almost of GT racing Pier Giuseppe Perazzini but the win for the second race in succession goes to Kessel Racing with Giacomo Puccini and Sergio uh, Pianazzola Uh, another corking race for them and another dominant lead in the championship with only two races in the books and it will be the stirring tunes of it's actually a Swiss national it, it? It's Kessel. Yes, Switzerland with a remarkable history in endurance racing, particularly in recent years. Castle Racing, one of the stalwarts of Ferrari, one make and GT racing down through the years together with AF Corsa. Great to see the EV Motors guys though on a podium, battle hard for it in their home race, let's not forget.
0: Yeah,
2: Rose Pace didn't quite hang on to the really incredible performance in qualifying but um, yeah, great great performance from them to drive that car onto the podium. Kessel Racing ran like a Swiss watch.
1: Well, Cicciotti's body language not uh, uh, suggesting he's happy with his position. Pierre Giuseppe Perazzini rather happier. And uh, by the way, this day job, he's an orthopedic surgeon and has helped a number of people in racing to have injury repaired and recovered held in great affection by the endurance racing family. The two winning cars and the two classes we have for this. And you know what, if you enjoyed this today, we've got four hours more tomorrow. With the four hours of Monza, round two of the 2018 European Le Mans series. The last major endurance race, mixed class endurance race in Europe with the prototypes before we get to the 24 hours of Le Mans in just a few weeks time
2: there are a few more of those prototype things though aren't there with the engines turned up and the wings on
1: yeah they've got some some young British gun in one of those LMP1 cars it's yes uh, he's apparently quite good Alex, P- Alex Brundle of course uh, listed for the Le Mans 24 hours aboard one of the, the new J2 LMP1s drivers championship as we said Jens Pettersen Leonhard Hürgenberg, uh at 50 points not insurmountable though two podium finishes Tony Wells and James little. John, a win for them next time out a non-finish for the championship leaders could turn this one on its head Jörg van John Ferrano pulling their way up the points as well uh, Alistair and Colin Noble suffering the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune uh, today I'm afraid dropping back a little in the points order uh, but plenty of racing to come double header at Le Mans three more races in this season
2: and that race at Le Mans is going to be super, super critical because it's a real wheel of fortune yep. over a short, uh, what is a short distance it around is. the Le Mans, 24 hours. A, 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 essentially, a sprint race at Le
0: Mans.
1: Absolutely, two sprint races at Le Mans on Thursday and on the race morning in the GT Championship. Giacomo Piccini, Sergio Piazzolola, 51 points. A little more dominant, if anything, Christoph Ulrich and uh, Maurizio Mediani, 30 points. That mattered, that battle between two Ferraris that's actually really secured just a little bit more of an edge so it's not close at the top but again a little bit of bad luck at Le Le Mans for the championship leaders and it can be turned on its head we've seen it so many times
2: take those results reverse them you'll get the (laughs) reserve the reverse points absolutely (laughs) and And again
1: (laughs) pretty typically Kessel Racing now that is really a battle for pride Kessel Racing ahead of Spirit of Race Swiss flagged but that by any other uh, words is AF Corsa with the AF Corsa car there's only one car in third. Uh, that is going to go to the wire. the LMP3 Teams Championship, it's a Luxembourg-based team, DKR Engineering, head of three British squads, the cost Nielsen Racing in second and fourth, RLRM Sports in third before we get into the Graf and D B Orte Sport French teams in fifth and sixth place. Um, you know what? A few fewer errors in the midfield and that could have been a very, very different picture.
2: We would have had a five-car race at the front. Absolutely. Uh, at least, probably a six-car race at the front without the little spins and, and mistakes. But we still had a good one. And uh, it was it was tough. It was tough and it was tight. The pace is quick by any standards looking across series. Um, so, yeah, great, great performance there.
1: Well, as the evening draws in here in Monza, uh, we look forward to the next major... Uh, endurance which which is tomorrow for the four hours uh, of monza here for the european le mans series then beyond that look across to the alps fabulous sight throw through there on the way here from the uk just a few days ago um with the le mans 24 hours also on the horizon like a soaring peak there you go there's a link for you um that's uh the it's meantime all misty it's all misty <laughs> <laughs> but in the meantime there will be tales to be told of triumph and tragedy at the paddock just behind us. We'll be getting hold of those before we leave here this evening, but with a shadow of doubt, some beginning to think about going down on the Parque de Monza, and a fabulous sight below us. The old circuit disappearing into the trees, the new circuit we've seen for most of this afternoon with some great racing. The iconic race tower on the left-hand side of the track there with the pits just beneath the shot you're seeing here. There's a lot more entertainment to come, from this race circuit, from the European Le Mans Series tomorrow. Uh, I hope from both myself, Graham Goodwin, and from my commentating colleague and top racer, uh, Alex Brundle. uh, It's been fun for us. I hope it's been fun for you. Catch up with the European Le Mans Series tomorrow. And in the meantime, have a very, very good evening. We'll leave you with the images from the start and then the finish of the second round of the Michelin Le Mans Cup here at Monza this program is a radio show
0: limited production tell your friends there's more at RadioLemon.com.